Extreme PC UK. Hi and welcome to episode 53 of Extreme PC UK podcast. Today is the 26th of June and I'm your host Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK on Steam. Today on the show is... Hi, I'm Jansen and on Steam I'm Jay himself. Hello, I'm Trev and on Steam I am Trainspotting Trev. Hi, I'm Soups and on Steam I'm Super Ian. Wicked, all here apart from Shell. And uh, she's moved house and she's got a lot of stuff going on, but she will be back next month, hopefully. So she hasn't gone away. She will be back. If you have any questions, send them into contact at extremepcuk.co.uk. We love to get some questions. We've got quite a few today. It's going to be a long one. Feel free to join us on our Steam group. We've got an Instagram with all of our latest works on there, a Facebook, and most of all, a Discord. Jump on Discord. We've been playing Empyrean at the moment, and there's been a lot of people getting in there, and that's pretty cool. So, yeah. Straight to the website, download Discord, get an invite there, get on. We're good to see you. PremierComputerFairs.co.uk. We haven't been to any of them recently, but they're still going. Check them out, and there might be a market near you. iTunes reviews. We haven't added any, sadly, this month, but I'm sure there'll be some next month. And that Mm. brings us into the podcast. Right, what we're going to do is, as you all know, Computex and E3 was this month. So there's been loads and loads of new stuff coming out. So much that I couldn't even keep up with it. I don't know about you guys. How you guys felt about it? Exhausting. Yeah, there's loads and loads. <laughs> what we're going to do is we've decided, we've because Soups is such a nice guy, he's made us a massive list as long as he's arm. We've got this list. We will just do a free talk today. So there won't be like news, games and this and that. It will be a bit of everything. So we'll be talking about all sorts of subjects. Could go anywhere, boys. I don't know where it could go. I'm looking forward to it. It's happened before, and we've ended up talking about who gets their shopping from Audis. Oh, God. <laughs> that was quite... That was quite that, to be honest, that was a really funny podcast. I'm a little yeah. man. I Sorry. think it was Lidl's, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, should we get into it? Yeah. So, obviously, E3, there was lots of games um, coming out. One of the biggest ones I'm looking forward to is Fallout 76, which, finally, we got a bit more information about. Um, looks pretty decent. Um, looks very similar to Fallout 4, in my opinion. Uh, really? With regards to the, uh, yeah, with regards to the engine that they're oh, using. Right. Um, well, no one seems to know if there's a new engine or not, do they? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It, if you go from Fallout 3 and follow them through to Fallout 4 and stuff, New Vegas, the graphics have got a lot better and the lighting's got a lot better and stuff. From what I read, they're saying that they're just going to improve on that yet again. What do you make of the whole 76? Is it something you're interested in, Soups? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I love the Bethesda games anyway. Um, Played Skyrim to death, probably my favourite game of all time. And Fallout, probably not so much as the Elder Scrolls. But um, yeah, I loved Fallout 4. Never completed it, though. So yeah, I played Fallout 4 a lot, uh, but I probably spent more time modding it than I did actually playing it. I got a little bit addicted to the modding. Yeah. Did you mod it before the actual HD pack and that came out for it? Yeah, I modded it before I played it. <laughs> I wanted to do that, but I never really had time to get into the mods. Because you get a lot of crashes, and game, game crashes quite a lot, doesn't it? And you have to take them in and out, you have to be in the right orders and stuff like that. Yeah, you do. If you depends on which kind of tool you use. So there's like a number of different modding tools you can use, like a mod organizer or the Nexus Mod Manager. Depending on how you do it, mods can conflict, but... yeah. If you've been doing it for a long period of time, you kind of know which ones should and shouldn't be used together. Yeah, what mods um, did you do, Soups? Uh, there was about 400, mate. I'm not going to list them. <laughs> <laughs> they built his own game. 
I usually try and get texture ones in there, texture replaces. Uh, I like the ones that replace life. the existing models. Make it shiny. Make them shiny. ENBs are always good because they add a lot of lighting effects, yeah. but they're hot, really performance heavy. Yeah, yeah they, they can definitely change the look and feel of the game. Did you so, ever yeah. mod Fallout 4? Yeah, I did. Because it's really weird, that one, because I played Fallout 4 at the very beginning before the mods were there and then it was open to everybody to do their own mods weren't it and then yes. they came back and they started saying like oh no now the mods are disappearing they're making paid mods yeah that lasted a day i think uh, what and it got revoked <laughs> yeah so it, i think it was this it was when sky they tried it with skyrim so they went right let's do the creation club and you can only pay for mods but the mods that they were putting in to pay for were already on the Nexus Mod Manager for free. So oh, right. people were like, why the hell would we pay for things like this? Ghost there was one that was like a called Frostfall, I think it was, which is like a survive, made into more of a survival type game. Yeah. And um, obviously there was uproar, like everyone that was kicking off big time about it. And I think it lasted a day or two or yeah, a week. Was, it was yeah, a really short it, amount of time. Because at that point I wasn't playing the game, but I remember everyone kicking off because they had mods in the game. And it was like, oh, what, we're going to lose all of our game then, all the mods we've got. But yeah, going back to Fallout 76 anyway, I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know how you feel about it going from single player to being completely multiplayer. I'm, I'm actually intrigued to see what they're going to do. Well, I can play with you guys then. That's just going to be good for the, the community. Yeah, but the thing is, if you're, solo. if you're a die-hard Fallout fan like like I am, I play every single mm. game all the way through. The only one I haven't played all the way through was Fallout 4. I, I finished that, but then I think I like to go back and do all the missions, and my game's got stuck at a point where a key part of the mission's missing. So I'm trying to find something in a room, and I can't find it because it's not there. Cause it's so like, you haven't done 4 yet then, either no, by me. I've completed the main storyline, but all the other ah, side okay. ones... I normally like to, like, on 4, what I made my game was building, because obviously they brought in base building in Fallout 4, and yeah. I made it my thing to make a massive base, downloaded the DLC so that I could put the wall racks on the wall, and then I could mm -hmm. have all my guns, every every version of every gun I had on the wall. So I had everything. Every magazine in game I had on racks, on shelves. So it, it was pretty cool what I had, but then the game got broke, and it's like, man, I've done so much effort, I sort of stepped away from it. But it's something I probably would go back to, to be honest. Versus in that game, like, including the side missions and everything. Is it, is it loads? Hundreds, hundreds. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more like a lifestyle rather than... It's the sort of game you buy a computer for to play that one game, you know? Is the campaign on its own huge? Just never mind the side missions. Yeah, yeah, everything's huge about the whole game. But the thing is, what Whoa. you like about... And this is what I'm looking forward to in 76. Because they're going to have about 12 people per server, and... They're making it four times the size, the map. It's four times the size of the map on Fallout 4, which was already quite big. It wasn't as big as Fallout 3, but it was big enough. And they're making yeah. it that big because, obviously, you're going to be building settlements. So you build your base, but then you can move your base as well. So they need to have it where it's... Uh, where is it? West Virginia or something, isn't it? Yeah, West Virginia. Yeah. And it's, the map's meant to be massive. and basically... That's all well and good, but as long as it's dense as well, because you don't want just this massive expanse of land that's not got a lot. Yeah, because but, yeah. they See, said the only the only human people in the game will be real-life players. And I'm thinking if there's only like 12... No, no, server... that's not true. That's not true. They said that 90% the, the of the people will be human players. There will be NPCs as well, but they, I don't think they're going to be the type... The, the normal NPCs that you talk to everywhere you go. 
you know what I mean? Everywhere you go in Fallout 4, you can talk to anyone. They've got a story to give, yeah. haven't they? Um, I don't think it's going to be like that in this. No, it'd be interesting to see how they do it. But they, the way they said they're doing it is they're having the map four times the size so that you can build a base out in the middle of nowhere and then you can focus on building your base. But also, they're saying, when you build your base, your base will only be on the server you're planning at the time. So, say I log in now, in five minutes my base will be on that map. Okay. And I don't know how that's going to work, because obviously if you're standing near where the base is, what base just pops up in front of you? I don't know. I don't yeah. know how that's going to work, but there's, there's something to look forward to. But another thing is, they've got missile silos like spread over the map, and they're making it a thing where it's not going to be easy, it's going to be really, really hard, but if you get the right components together and you manage to do it, you can actually send a nuke to somewhere else on the map. When that nuke goes off, it will obviously destroy what's there, but they're saying it's going to be like DayZ sort of rust sort of vibe, but not as harsh. So if you get blown up, you obviously don't lose all your gear. But they're saying when you do have a bomb go off, you will then have the highest spawn rate of monsters and hard hard things there and loot and stuff. So it'll be a hotspot for people to go to. It's going to be really weird because I just love the whole Fallout universe, the music, the way it's done, the artwork, everything, like no, the whole no. feel. Then could you do that with the nukes in the original games? Is nah. that a thing? Because I've only played a bit of four. Nah, you couldn't do that. In the original uh, games, you literally, you're just one one guy, and it's basically, each game is a different guy's story. Wherever you've come from, or whatever the background is in each story, you're just a guy that just follows out your life, basically, so you wander about. Which is the good thing about Fallout. So you start, you come out of the vault, nuclear bomb's gone off, you come out of the vault, and originally... The old fallouts are 200 years after the bombs have fallen, but right. this one's going back to the beginning, so this one's only 20 years after. So what they're trying to do is, if you see any fallouts from like Fallout 3, Fallout 4, because obviously it's set 200 years later, you've got no greenery, no colours, it's all dull and brown and everything's derelict. But yeah. this one, they're taking it back, because it's only 20 years after the bombs have dropped, you've got greenery, you've got trees, you've got flowers... But then also the buildings, they've, they're not all war-ridden, like being blown up and stuff because the bombs went off, but everything else is all right. So it's going to be a totally different landscape, basically, to normal. And I think that's why they've gone with the big open map in West Virginia, so that you can have a little wander about and explore. And like, like you saying, Soups, I prefer it being spread out. Like, Did you play Fallout 3? Yeah, I did, yeah. I preferred Fallout 3 map to Fallout 4 where you could wander about do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, that I think was all on top of each other, wasn't it? it was like... No, it was a bit. It was yeah. I know what you mean. It was a lot more dense. Yeah. You know, it didn't didn't take long to walk from one place to another. Yeah. But that's why in Fallout Three, I felt like the game was too big. Like I spent so much time doing one mission, and I like my games to be a bit more fast paced. And with that, it was a lot of like graft to get one thing done. But Fallout Four, I felt that it was a little bit better for me because things were happening quickly. There wasn't too much wandering around looking for stuff. It's like you go around a corner, there's something to do. You go around the next corner, something to do. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That is true. But I, I'm i a slower pace. I'm more strategy guy and, and sort of open exploration. I go into every build and I look at every box, every every little bit that's there. I look around it. Whereas you're more like, I want something to come and attack me and shoot at it. Yeah, I don't. Th I don't think Fallout is your kind of scene, really. 
No, no but that's why with 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 uh, or Doom, I'm somewhere yeah. in the middle. Yeah, yeah. But I, I played free quite a lot. But that's back when I had more spare time. But then when I got four recently, I played that, but I only played it for a bit because, like, yeah, it's not really my kind of game. Got bored, didn't you? Yeah, like quite quickly. But then there's there's it's I'm really excited for it. Like Hans, he's a, a proper hardcore fan as well, like I am. But he's very strict to what he knows, so he will want it to stay the same, and he'll be happy to play the next game the same. But it's only evolution, like I keep saying, that games change. And it, the thing is, they've got to have the right balance. And I think Bethesda's good enough company to be able to to pull it off. That yeah, Bethesda know what they're doing. Yeah, that that they'll they'll no doubt deliver something decent. It'll be buggy as hell. Almost yeah. certainly, because that's what they do. Yeah. Um, but I think I think it's been going to be a good game. But I also don't think it's going to stop them making a Fallout Five. So I think this is just a stop. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. maybe with a brand new engine or something. Then yeah. should should we mention what uh, uh, Hans his dedication to the the game? What was it? Something like two hundred euros or something pre-order for the Supreme yeah, Edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't find it anywhere. Yeah, so could you get the actual um, helmet? Yeah, so you get a helmet and it's got a voice changer in it. It's yeah. got uh, like working lights and stuff like that. But um, wow. you also get some other stuff as well. You get a a map of the world that glows in the dark. Yeah. Mm, is it worth that though? That's crazy the, money. But the thing is, you got to understand. It's like if there was one that came out for rust and it had a it had a rusty uh, no. oil drum that <laughs> came with it. No. You'd buy it. No. No, a rusty oh, that, nail. That's mental, <laughs> mate. That is that is crazy. But to each their own. To each their own, as they say. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it because I love that world and that environment and that the whole persona about that game. And I think if that comes to a proper multiplayer, that could be the game I've been looking for for ages, where I get stuck in. Like, obviously, we're playing Imperium at the moment, and you're playing Rust. But you, as much as me, as much as we love the games we love. They've been done and we've played them to death. And if something new comes out which has got that fills them spots, maybe yeah. all of us could have something that we could really get a community stuck into, you know? And we might get it straight off the bat. And it's out November 14th, is it? Yeah, something, something like that. that. Yeah. Around November, yeah. yeah I'm I only found to that man. out today, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't okay. even know that. But cool. yeah, Looking I was going to say, boys, before we move on, there was something uh, that's come up recently in the news which might be worth talking about before we carry on with the E3 stuff. And I know yeah, Shell, yeah. Shell actually messaged us about it today and we've seen it on the news and everything. What, what's your view on this gaming addiction official disorder by 2020? I don't know. No, uh, Soups, well, well, you, how, how you going with that, it? mate? How are you going with that, Soups? Yeah. <laughs> he's already been diagnosed I think all of us will be in this anyway he's, so, he's, he's patient zero yeah but basically yeah. what it is and this is a serious thing as well they're now yeah. saying that gaming and being addicted to games is a proper disorder and they're opening up an NHS clinic for people that by 2020 there'll be clinics for people that are addicted to gaming and basically, I was watching it on the news and they were talking about things like you need to watch your children, you need to watch out for this, because basically, if your kid does this, this, this and this, then he could be going down this route. And it's like if he plays the computer more than this, if he's doing his, his computer more than his homework. And and to be fair, I I can see it. You know, I know because obviously 
I run a community. I see a lot of people uh, that are pretty much their life is gaming and they tend to do nothing else. But does that mean you've got a disorder or does that mean you just like what you're doing? Is it something to do with your age? If you're under 18 and you're out of control because you're addicted then, but if you're over 18, you're an adult, you can do what you want. I think, I think it'll come down to how much it's affecting your life. You know, so if someone, (laughs) I think if someone plays like, um, plays a PC games or computer games or anything like that for like, two three hours a night that might seem like a lot to oh, other people. i do 45 but hours a week That's on but top if of it's my not job. yeah so if it's not if it's something they do in the evening you know on their own well a lot of people watch the telly for that much time so is it is that really affecting man open up a can of worms here aren't they <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you've got but, tv yeah, disorder obviously if it stops you from like hanging out with your family kids yeah. you, you know you, your missus I, I think or... it's when you take it to the next level love island disorder like um, <laughs> yeah. like other addictions like when you have like drug and alcohol addictions it's like people will go to the extreme to do their addiction so yeah. you'll get crackheads breaking into people's houses to nick their stuff, to sell it, to go and buy crack. So it's the same. Like if if you're playing games that much that say you're a kid and you don't have money, you ask your mum for a game. She says no, but you need to play that game so badly that you'll okay. go and steal it. Or steal you'll a credit go card, eight hours, and download yeah. Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like you go into a shop and you shoplift it or something like that. It's like when it gets to that point where you're breaking the law just to be able to play games because you feel you need it that much. That's when it's a, an issue. So this clinic is uh, open in, in the UK then? When Shell mentioned it, I thought it was maybe like an American thing, but no, no, it's an NHS one, yeah? But then yeah. I see both sides of it because I wouldn't say I'm addicted, but my missus would say I'm addicted. But I would say, well, I make money from it. So does that mean it's not an addiction and it's a business? Like... Mm. Uh, personally people, people, if anyone's addicted i am addicted i play 45 hours a week on top of my normal hours at work nick people with addictions most of the time don't know they've got addictions though that's true you know what I mean? so we're thinking well we're fine so we're, not so, so we're yeah. fine we're not addicted it's a choice yeah like when you <laughs> AA, they say to you the first step is admitting that you're an alcoholic um, i admit i'm a gamer <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, but the thing is, would you be able to go a whole week without playing a computer game? Yeah, it depends yeah. if I had a holiday in the Caribbean. Is it? No, but uh, I'm saying, like, if you were just at home and you you had the opportunity to play computer, but someone said to you, just don't play computer games all this week, but you can do whatever else you want. Yeah, I'd find something else to do. But yeah. Jansen, oh, yeah. my my flowers will die in Empyrean. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Can't, you, man. can't let that happen, man. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like prime example, yeah. Like obviously, in my household, there's not many kids that are like twin boys, like my my boys, yeah, that are eight. I've got two girls, eleven and and seven. And there's not many kids that you'd know that grow up having a room upstairs with all like gamer gear on the walls, arcade machines, four PCs that are gaming PCs. So in my house. Like, my missus is worried because one of my boys, he he would do... Like, if I say, do you want to go to Fort Park, like the theme park? Do you want to go to all the towers? He'd be like, no, I just want to play computer today. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. But we'll go out to the family's house, like, for a barbecue. The whole time he's there, it'll be, can we go home now? Can we go home now? Can we go home now? And it gets really annoying. And I can see that point, like my missus' point there. 
Nick, I've got, I've got a point to add to that. This is for everyone. When we were all youngsters, right? What was your uh, What was your parents' routine with you? With me, I was allowed to jump on Nintendo, whatever it was, but it was like after I came back from school, it was like maybe an hour or something, or a couple or a few hours a weekend, and then I was kicked out to play. Really? Basically, I wasn't allowed to go in all the time. Otherwise, I would have been the size of my brother, and uh, that's huge. So, <laughs> yeah, you know. Me? Uh, when I grew up, my mum and dad had this very open, weird way of treating us. I was allowed to do whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted. Ah, I when I went, that. when I, I went to explain. school, yeah, when I went to school, my mum and dad said to me, "If you want to take drugs, do it. If you want to go out partying, <laughs> drinking, do it. You do whatever you want, but you'll learn your own mistakes." And Interesting. I grew up. I've never taken drugs, and I've never really had any issues. So I don't think it was that bad because they were more like friends than my parents. I could tell them anything when I needed to, and they'd always be there to like, talk at that point, you know? And I think that works sometimes, but everyone's yeah. an individual, so yeah. that yeah. doesn't work with, with everyone. Depends on each person. Here, here. Some people exactly. take that, like, man, I'm just going to do what I want then. <laughs> what about you, Jens? Some Some people have, like, an addictive nature, and it's like they they find addictions quite quickly. Like Suits on Empyrean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, until next week. <laughs> yeah, and then something yeah. new comes along, you're addicted to that. Yeah. But yeah, with me growing up, I had a Nintendo, and basically yes. I, I didn't have that many games for it because when I got it, I got it with a game, and then I would get one game a year on my birthday, and that was it. Yeah, same, mate, same. So it's <laughs> like you, you kind of play that one game to death when you first get it because it's new and you keep playing it, and then... As time goes on, you play it less, you play it less. But my parents were never like, get off the computer and go outside and kick a ball around. Yeah. They, they they were like, look, if, if you want to play inside, play inside. If you want to go outside, yeah. go outside. That was different generation. That was like, do whatever you've got to do, but get out of my front room. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, back then, you're like, you're like 10 years old, you jump on your bike and you ride off at like yeah. 12 o'clock in the morning. And then back. you come back at like 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. Where have you been? out <laughs> once me and my mates we got on our bikes we said yeah we're going on a bike ride we got halfway to the new forest <laughs> do you know what i mean with miles but yeah, yeah i used to do that mate from school uh what are, you, what are you doing this weekend and he's like nothing i'll be at home i'll be like okay i'll ride around your house it'll take me like two hours to ride to his house i'll go around there do whatever and then like six o'clock I ride back home for two hours and it might be pouring down with rain or anything. Yeah, but they were good old days, man. I liked them. Yeah. My parents were strict. I'm jealous, man. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I had to check in, like, when I was going out to play. I would get... It started off at an hour and I got up to a few hours until I was a teenager, man. Really strict. You guys are lucky. <laughs> oh, man. I never knew any of that. Some of my mates used to be like, when the street lamps come on, you come home. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, ah, you're going in. I'm not. I'm staying out for another two hours. <laughs> Rebel, that would explain it. Yeah. But yeah. But that's like, with gaming as well. It's like I'm saying, like with the games that you have, it's hard to get addicted to something you can get bored of quite quickly. But where kids have so many options for gaming yeah. now, yeah, nearly every single kid will have a console and a lot of kids will have PCs. So they've got games to play all the time. And they're constantly getting games as well. And because of the internet, you can now download free games. You can yeah. download really cheap games. 
back in the day, you had to buy a cartridge for 40 quid, which yeah. would be the equivalent today of like a hundred pounds. Yeah, think, they though, cost a fortune. I think though, just the eighties was just well called times full stop though. You'd have your Nintendo, yeah, and you'd have your one cartridge. But I remember being like, Saturday morning, I'm getting up and I'm going to walk to the little uh, shop up the road, the little corner shop. I'm going to buy my pounds off of Penny Sweets and I'm going to look in the back of Games Master to see if there's a cheat for my game. Oh, yes. Up, <laughs> yeah. down, left, right, BBA, yeah. 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 And you'd be like, man, I've got to get this magazine because I need this cheat. I've been playing this game for like six months and now I can get unlimited lives. I'm going to start all fresh over again. <laughs> yeah. Newly survived. Oh, man. I missed like that. Yeah. When you used to get a magazine and it would have like a demo disc on the yeah. front and then you'd wait all month for that yeah. magazine to come out. You'd buy Share a magazine for disc. about £2.50. You still, get, you still get demo discs? The odd one. Know. I doubt it. I don't know. That's the amount... 30 magazines he's been buying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a DVD, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember back when I used to get the demo disc and I used to see a game on there and be like, oh, that looks well good. And then my computer wasn't good enough to run it. Yeah. Yeah, always. <laughs> That's always the case for me. But anyway, boys, getting back to it, the uh, yeah. a disorder of being addicted, addicted to gaming, my view personally, is I can see it. But I think it's like me and my kids. I think it's down to the parent to control that. I think if you've got a lazy parent, then yeah, yeah you might have a problem. I, I think there's a fine line between addiction and habit. Yeah. as well because yeah. um you, if you can stop your kids from getting into a habit then you can almost certainly stop some kind of addiction so if every time they get home after they've done the homework they go on the computer at the same kind of time then they get used to it and that becomes a routine and then when they don't get it then it becomes they can get aggravated this yeah. is my view anyway so then then it starts to become more of addiction if it's the same kind of routine if you can alternate it like putting a bit of sports in there or something else. As long as it's not a habit, I think it can be managed a lot easier. I'm, I'm rock bottom. I, I, I just use it for blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> I literally go, get your uniform on. If you get your uniform in the next half an hour, you can go on the computer for 10 minutes later on. <laughs> it's funny, I get out of bed, I go downstairs, 5 o'clock in the morning, they were all sitting there in their school uniform, had their <sighs> breakfast and everything. <laughs> oh my God. And then I don't let them have the computer. You, you blackmail them to let them think they're having a computer and then you let them do something naughty to take the computer back away again. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. It's just me being evil. But never mind. But yeah, anyway, addicted. I reckon yeah. borderline. I don't know how it affect the NHS. That's just another thing on their case just to waste money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, they're already broken off. I probably upset a lot of people saying this, but <laughs> don't you think like all these different disorders and this and that and the other, it's... It's all more stuff, and the more cans of worms they open, like like you said just now, you if you start opening addiction centres for uh, gaming addictions, then yeah, what's next to say that people might then be like, oh, people addicted to watching TV. We need we need centres for people that are stuck watching TV all day. It's just, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, but it is to help people that truly do have problems because you you will get someone who does watch TV and they're so addicted to watching TV that they're taking time off work and then they end up losing their job but that's and their they lose fault. their house. I know it's their fault, but that's the whole point of an addiction is that you can't stop. So I'm just harsh, really. I believe that back in the day, <laughs> if someone's got addiction, deal with it yourself. Otherwise, you're going to be on a bum sitting in some shop window. 
pissing in a bottle. <laughs> I think they, they need to make they need to sort of stop it from being like a cool or a, a fad thing, you yeah, know, like yeah. they they do with. This is going to sound extremely politically incorrect, but you know, with all these recent sort of uh, disorders, not disorders, but like um, gender gender yeah. stuff that they've That's got all yeah, the, well, gender status. Yeah, yeah. what gender is that all about? You've got like ten different statuses. It's it's kind of got a little bit out of control. I'm all for people sort of having their own opinions, but yeah, well, it's almost becoming a cool thing to not be normal. And yeah. I think it's, well, it's I've just got something to tell you lot. It's too easy for people to I just wanna... say they've got something that's not normal, you know. I want to be a tree. I want you lot to call me Terry the Tree from now on. <laughs> yes. You're barking up the wrong tree, pal. <laughs> <happening. laughs> no, but it is getting like that, though, isn't it? It is yeah. getting out of hand. Like, just life in general is out of hand. Wherever you go, there's just something going on. This is on. getting this deep, is... man. This is getting deep. Yeah, life's, man, life's getting, getting out of hand, deep. man. <laughs> just game. A... Just chilling game. This was meant to be a really lively, energetic, fun podcast. And now we're talking about... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not qualified. Super wants to be... Like we were saying before, um, how many people are going to use this to get out of work? They're going to get a doctor's note to say that they have to have a certain amount of time to play games. So, uh, <laughs> going to work and being like, uh, I've got a doctor's note not to come in tomorrow because I'm going to be at home playing Fallout. I'm it's coming out <laughs> on the 14th of November. You're not supposed to be playing more games to get better. You're supposed to be cutting them down slowly, yeah. weeding off your addiction, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but that, to be fair though, like all, all joking aside, I can see where they're coming from, but I don't know oh, if it would, should go as far as open up NHS funded centres no. because it's just they're broke as it yeah, is. Yeah, just like when something's already damaged so bad, don't add more more fuel to the fire, you know. Maybe it's, if they had private clinics for it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Private clinic, and then you pay to get in there or something. I don't know. You put, I don't know. It's yeah, the money you'd be spending on games, you're spending on getting better. You need yeah. enough hours Who's and do that? To get in. <laughs> if you're addicted to games, <laughs> you're spend... <laughs> you need 10 hours in this game to get in and level for Fallout 5 or Addiction Centre. <laughs> or half an hour with a shrink. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on. We wasted loads of time talking about uh... this. <laughs> Who wants to say anything next? Anthem. Uh, yeah. Anthem. Anthem. Anthem is, is, I guess both Supes and I could talk about this because we, we love Destiny. It is very similar to that in many ways. The kind of open world, the FPS, like an FPS massive MMO, if you like. I like that mix of the two genres. And this is very similar from Bioware, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it won't be out till next year, I don't think. Is that, is that right? It's probably Bioware's sort of last dish attempt to not. Uh... Did, did, sorry, did you say it's like Destiny? It is like Destiny, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very open world. But it's a third person it's, a, it's a rip off, actually. But it, it'll hopefully be better because Destiny's definitely got its flaws for sure. Yeah, so they're looking to have four different, initially four different classes or suits. So effectively, you play one character, one person, but you can put on different suits. Which they're called javelins, aren't they? Is that right? Yeah. That's right, yeah. So um can't remember the names of them to be honest. Yeah. There was this, there was uh Is it something you interceptors one? <laughs> I will be, yes. Probably, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I like this type of game, but it's but not out I, to like next I like year. the look of it because I I really like the idea of Destiny 
and yep. then I play it, and then after a while, Get I'm balls. like, it's yeah. good, but it's they, it's not, it's not there yet. It's you know it's, what the problem it with it is kind of miss the mark. It's not addictive enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you, the thing is with Destiny, it's a lot better when you're playing with other people. Yeah. Oh no, hell yeah. No, but I I disagree. Destiny, when I first played it, I remember looking at the graphics, going, "Man, this is a really nice game. It's really, really done well." But I played it for a little while, and like you lot have seen, you already think I've got a short attention span. But I started playing Destiny, and I feel like I'm enjoying it whilst I'm doing it. But then I go away, and I don't even think about the game. And I come back, and I look on my screen, and I'm like, "What game should I play?" And I'll see Destiny. There's nothing there. Going, get back into me. Yeah, you really enjoyed it. I just think, mm, I'll come back to you later <laughs> on. Yeah, and that—that's what I'm saying with Destiny is that it's got so much potential, but I think they've just kind of missed the mark on it. And so yeah. you play it, and then you very quickly just become like, bored. Yeah, because you, you're like, oh, it's—it's it's just getting repetitive now. It is good when you play with other people because yeah. it, you kind of got the like the team effort. But even that, you then start doing the same thing because you're you're running around the same map, going to the same places. It's just different missions on the same map, and you you kind of get a bit bored of that. Yeah, and it's very repetitive, chance. It's yeah. whether the is whether the the game hook actually is right for you. Because obviously this yeah. one is like to to grind. It's definitely got a grind to it. If you oh, don't yeah. like grindy kind of games, is you don't back like... to Anthem, or are you still talking about Destiny? Destiny, and Destiny, it's yeah. it's like Sea of Thieves was. If you don't like yeah. the, the, the general gameplay loop, then you're not going to like it. You know, because yeah. the progression is so slow. I, I really liked Sea of Thieves, and it's something I would have continued to keep playing. But one thing that's let me down on that game is. It's there's no variation in what you're doing. It's just about collecting goods and bringing them back to base. Collecting goods, bringing them back to base. If they had a, a section where you had like even a two percent chance of winning something in a in a chest, so I like open a chest. Oh, I've won a sale, which would normally cost seventy grand, but it's that one percent chance of getting it. So you get one every couple mm. of months or something. That would be enough to make me continue playing the game over and over again. But just for the same money every time, it's like, man, I've got four hours tonight to waste on the computer. Do I get in a ship, go round all the same islands I've already gone round, collect eight grand, and then trade it in for a, a sale? Well, if you're unlucky, like I've been, me and Trev a few times, we spend all night and then get attacked by someone else and end up with nothing, nothing to show for the whole night. Yeah, that's just devastating. That winds you up, yeah. See, I had a theory about Sea of Thieves is that the company made the water and they were like look we've got this new water that we've done this new water effects and it's amazing we've now got to make a game that we can put in the water and then someone's like what about pirates and then that's why it's so kind of cartoony and you've got ultra realistic water but you've got a very cartoony game on top of that and that's why the gameplay is quite shallow because it was probably just that they had they wanted to get it out there but then it, it turned out that everyone was like, actually, I love this game. And then now they're clambering to actually add more content because people like are really liking it. What, what happened with Fortnite then? Because that's similar analogies to PUBG. Do you think they just kind of fired that one out of the park really quickly? Because it couldn't have taken as long to make that yeah, PUBG. Yeah, it's kind of a, with them a bit of a bandwagon. They see how good 
um, like a battle royale game is yeah. working, and they're like, look, let's get one out quick, and then it's easier for them to throw together a Disney-looking game, and then get it up and running. And yeah. it turns out that a lot of people like that more than they like PUBG. Mm. Yeah, no, what happened yeah. with PUBG though is PUBG built their game and they built it on Fortnite's engine, didn't they? And yeah. what happened is yeah. PUBG came out and it got very, very popular very early on. Because I remember when PUBG first came out and I actually applied to put my logo in their game because it was so small at that point. You could actually go onto their website and you could you could bid to get on and put a logo. Do you see the spray paints on the walls as you go around? Yeah, all the graffiti. Yeah, and I actually tried to get mine on there, but at that point it became really, really big. And what happened was it got to the point where it was like the first uh, like open world like battle royale, and then obviously they built it on that engine, on a certain engine, and the engine was actually owned by the makers of Fortnite. And what happened was Fortnite, the people, the, the engine saw it and thought, actually, that's a really good idea. So they just brought out uh, Fortnite. And I remember when Fortnite came out, everyone was like, this is just a rip-off cartoon version, you know? Everyone was like, oh, it looks rubbish, oh, you build things, that's the only difference, it's exactly the same rip-off. And it actually went a court and everything, if it's built on their engine, and then they've built it on their engine, PUBG don't stand a chance against someone that's built a game on their own engine, if you know what I mean. And that's, that's right. where I think it comes down was. to the game. I think it comes down to the game, how good the games are in comparison. And yeah, I think an engine's PUBG, nothing about a game. Yeah, PUBG, it got everyone hooked on Battle Royale, but it didn't evolve. So people got bored after a while, and then Fortnite came along, and even though everyone thought, oh, this looks a bit cartoony, there was the whole building thing, and they were like, oh, well, this is a different element, Then and the fact that it was free. So everyone's like, well, let's download it, give it a go, because it's not going to cost me anything. If I don't like it, I, I, I can't lose. Yeah. So everyone got is, it, played it, and was like, actually, it's all right. I find them as two totally different games. PUBG, I find, is much more realistic. It's much more yeah. graphics are more realistic. I like it better, PUBG. But the thing with yes. PUBG is I felt a bit ripped off with the crates and the way it was going with drops. Like, you you play single player, you can earn 800 points in one go. You play multiplayer or duo, duos, you can only earn 30 points. And it's like the massive yeah. difference in points was well annoying because I would have carried on playing that and unlocking and unlocking if multiplayer had a decent amount of points in it the same as single player but i don't want to keep playing it single player do you know what i mean to make points so i went over to fortnite because my kids play fortnite and i tried it out and it was only recently that i tried it out but fortnite they change it up all the time like you've got the new seasons now uh, which is another thing i want to talk about in a minute about seasons coming into games but um yeah you've got the seasons now so you pay seven pound if you or you or you play the game for free if you do pay seven pounds you get 100 levels of xp which you've got to try and finish in that season, which is like a couple of months or whatever, three months, I don't know. And so it gives you something to constantly work towards. And then in three months, or when the season changes, you're like, man, I want to get on there first and play it the most because I want to get to that stage before anyone else, you know? Yeah, I agree, man. And I, we're getting a little bit away from our point of uh, Anthem. But <laughs> safe to say, I think I'll probably get that because I am pretty used to Destiny. I love it. But it won't be out for a while, so I don't need to worry about it quite yet. Cool. Yeah, I'd like to see it come out and see like, a few guess. reviews. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll yes. see a few reviews on it first, see what people say about it, because I think it could be like 
the Stay destiny the cage, huh? that I've been looking for. <laughs> yeah, I really okay. hope it is because I have a horrible feeling that Bioware are, are gonna struggle if it's a flop. Yeah. Um, hmm. Moving on from that, there is one thing I wanted to bring in which I would have put into the notes, but I didn't because I forgot. Okay. But like I just said, what is your take on all of the games now switching over? Because I can see this this new evolve of the way games are coming out. They're not being sold for 40, 50 quid at the moment anymore. They're doing all these season passes. You've got Fortnite. Uh, I think I don't know if PUBG is going to go like that, but I think it might. You've got Rocket League just switched over to that way. And there's a couple other games as well. It's the fall of the loot box has then brought back, yeah. brought out seasons because it's just a new way of them making money. But what do you think about it? I actually think it's a really good idea because I generally play games for about three months and I don't go back to them for like another year. So yeah. if you have got this, like Fortnite's, like say, business model is actually quite good. I quite enjoy it because I came on there, £7 it cost me to get the season pass. I could buy three or four computers, three or four of my kids a season pass for the same price as a normal game. That gives them three months of that game, which they might go back to it after that, they might not. But whilst they're playing it for that season, they've got that game unlocked for a certain amount of time. But it's also well good for the, the publisher and the uh, the devs as well, because obviously everybody, a million people buy a game for seven quid. Then, yeah. three months later, it gives them more reason to put more content in, and then a million people will buy that again. So everyone's a winner, I think. And for people like me with loot boxes, if I get on the game straight away, I can then progress faster than other people, which means I can still get my rare items in front of other people if I put the yeah, hours in. I think you're, you're getting something for your money as well, which yeah. people will be happy with, because it's the same like having a game pass where you're paying monthly and you've got access to all these different games you know that your money every month is going towards games that you're going to play. And I think the same with the season pass, you know once you've pay, paid your money, you're getting a good game that you you know you're going to play out of it. Yeah. Well, look at Battlefield Five. It's not going to have any paid DLC. It's going to be free. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, swear to God. I'm not exactly sure the format they're using, but yeah, it's going to be like Sea of Thieves. They don't have any paid DLC. They're bringing out several parts through the month, which I'm looking forward to oh, playing. the DLC's free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, oh, it just the like DLC. The game was free. No, no, no. But I mean, that's another. Way. You're, you're, you're not, they're not adding more. They're adding more to it, but they're not charging you for it, which is fair enough. But See, do you reckon that's because uh, it's EA, isn't it? So, yes. do you reckon it's because? They were at the forefront of screwing people over, and it's almost like they're coming back Full and term. saying, "Let's just give something back, so we don't come across as complete assholes." Or well, try and get yes. a bit of goodwill back. Yeah, I, I, to, didn't I wouldn't put it past them to try and do something else. But the thing is, say that money. went for a, put it this way: if Battlefield Five, you all love Battlefield Five, if they said, "Look, we're going to put a season pass out." In the first season, you're going to have all the first 50 guns from level 1 to 50. It's 7.99. Play the game. When you get to free, you've got three months to do that. In three months' time, there'll be new guns or like a different generation of guns, like past guns or something. 7.99 again. You get a whole new level of XP up to level 50 again. 7.99. Would you not do that straight away? I would love that. 
because I would, I would feel well. like I've got that game for seven ninety nine. Because on day one, I pay my my seven ninety nine. I get the game. I played the hell out of it for a month. Then I'll be on to something else. So yeah. I'll say, see you later to that game. I'll be on to something else. But, but not, I would have got my gameplay out of it. Yeah, but not because of that reason. The reason I'm getting at is everyone that plays Battlefield wants to go up the chart and unlock all the guns, don't they? That's like the XP tree is getting all the guns to the top, yeah? Yeah. So if that comes out every three months, the the way I'm trying to explain it is people that play it, it gives you incentive to play. The people that play yeah. the most get the newer guns. And if it gets to the end of the season, like Leo at the moment, he's playing Fortnite and he's there on season three. He's only level 35 out of 100, which means he's still got like over 50% of the unlocks he hasn't unlocked yet. So Jesus. It, so it gives, yeah, and if you don't get them by the end of that three months, they're gone forever. So mm, Very if, smart. So, yeah, so if you, if you get one that's level 100 and it's a really rare suit, you want to play that game every day because you've, like for me, that's perfect because I love collecting and it gives me reason to carry on. You know? See, and, but with that, it's like a aesthetics so it doesn't change the gameplay so for me personally i'm not a collector so i wouldn't care if the whole game but it, no, no it does spent, change the gameplay though but you're talking about like having like collectibles with leo in fortnite yeah things, but if it, but you it, get dances you get you get outfits yeah, it, you get it, guns it doesn't change the way the game plays it no, just no, no. changes the look of it but if it was like in battlefield and you you have to play to get the better guns. Like I think that there shouldn't be a way to be able to get those guns early, early on. Yeah, you should have to play like everyone else. The more you play, the better the guns yeah. you get. And if you see some of a mini gun that's level fifty tier, you're like, mm. respect, dude. You've played this game. You yeah. deserve that gun. Yeah. yeah, you haven't got all these newbies running around with like mini guns yeah. shooting the whole place up because they've just paid some money for it. I think that's just yeah. corporate business, easy way of making money. Oh, pay a hundred quid and get it now. Yeah. Never play to one. I don't care what they do out with that guys. Never play one, but no. we never go up bloody pod without talking about loot boxes anyway, Nick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's move on then. Just wanting to get yeah. that point out because it just seems like every game's going into like it's a new generation, let's all have uh, seasons instead of... I think it's because like, games are costing a lot more these days to make and yeah. the, you know, the shareholders need to see an initial comeback to their investment and yeah. also ongoing income from, from the games. And they've got to pay for the developers for all the extra work that they're putting in. Yeah. So yeah. They, they, they can't getting... put the price of the actual game up because they're already 50 quid. They can't then start selling games for 80 quid but they can yeah. charge someone 80 quid over the space of, say, six months. Yeah, well, Destiny 2 is a prime example, really, isn't it? Like the initial cost of the game and then the, the expansion packs are as expensive as the game. Yeah, yeah. But that's why I'm yeah. saying it's. I think the model of uh, Seasons is so good because it keeps everybody playing, it keeps everybody getting the game for around seven quid, which is cheap, every three months, which is affordable for people as well. And yeah. they get the choice whether to continue or not. So it keeps them putting content in as well. So everybody on the ball. So I think it's just a perfect idea. It kind of depends though, I reckon, because if you're not that confident, a lot of games, gamers are generally faddy, I think. Um, you know, you're either, you're either kind of faddy or you get addicted to a game. So there'll be a lot of people that buy a game, play it for a week, and then never go back to it. I never do that. Um, do you know, <laughs> it's pretty common. So, <laughs> If you if you see a game and you sport spent forty quid on it, 
you spent 40 quid on it, even if you played it for a week or a month. Whereas if you paid it for seven, paid seven quid for it, and yeah. again, same game, you, you quit. Justify the it. Developers have only made seven quid off it. Um, so I get why they make games ex- like this particular price initially, because you know if if there's a, like a flash in the pan type of game. They want to get as much money as they can initially rather than... Make a better game then. (laughs) (laughs) But as well, it gets people involved who wouldn't normally be involved. So it's like you might look at a game and you'd be like, that kind of interesting, but I'm not going to spend 40 quid on it. But then if it comes along and it's seven quid, you might then be like, do you know what, I'll give that a go for seven quid. And then you play it and you actually really like it. But they would lose all those people that are that looking at the game in that way. They would lose all those customers by having it full price on day one. Yeah. It's a tough, tough one, really. Yeah. Hmm. Are we over with that now? I think so. All right. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, because uh, we've done... We've got <laughs> bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say... Um, We've done a couple of games. Maybe we should talk about some uh, Computex stuff just quickly and then go back to some games. Just to mix it up yeah, a little bit. Mix it up, yeah. Have you seen that Asus has just brought out like crazy amounts of new gear? Like they've just gone, right, everyone, we want to swamp the market, take everyone out, we're bringing everything out. It's crazy that no one's thought of some of these ideas before. What, like me and Jansen, <laughs> you mean? <laughs> well, let's just tell our story. Just so everyone yeah. knows out there. <laughs> a few things that have come out in Computex, me and Jansen have actually been uh, working on behind the scenes for about two years. And That's what they all say. Yeah, they do. But the thing is, it is true, but we don't care. We was actually in the process of trying to patent certain things. Yeah, they've come out in Computex, so we threw that paperwork in the bin. <laughs> but yeah, the first one was, have you seen Asus? They've brought out a new cooler, sealed unit. With a TV screen on the actual water cooler. Me and Jansen have had a working prototype for that for the last two years. Is that the one that doesn't have a pump, or is that another one? No, that it's got it's got a pump built into the the water block. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not the traditional setup, though. It's the amount the amount of computer builds we've had where we've done one-off <laughs> crazy builds and we've wanted to put that screen on the CPU cooler, but we're like, someone will see that. But then it's a very open idea, which was destined to come out by someone at some point. And yeah. the thing is, me and Jansen, we're just me and Jansen. We're not, we're not like professional patenters or anything. You know what I mean? So you get a company like Asus, they bring that thing out in no time. But to, but to be fair, they did do a good job of it. It's nice. I do like yeah, their... Yeah, uh, that's the thing up. I thought as well. When I looked at it, I thought it is, it is very similar to the one that we built. And I thought, like, good on them. Like, they brought out a decent product. And I'm I'm glad it's with someone like Asus because yeah. they will actually make a good product rather than some, like, cheap Don't brand. name anyone. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going to say any names. But, yeah, some, some cheap brand will bring it out and they'll do a bad job of it. And you think, yeah, like, that's it's such a good idea, but they've kind of ruined it. And it's it's the same with us. It, we didn't want to just make this product and bring it out because we're not a manufacturer and we don't have the funds or resources to bring out a high-end yeah, product. But we, and that's why we, we were looking to get it patented before we did anything with it, but it just takes time. And in that time, Asus came along and brought out their own one. Yeah, and it does look pretty cool as well. Nice screen. It's 
just pretty much a little TV screen that you can do anything with. I don't know if Asus's one is customizable though, is it, or is it? I think it's there. The one they uh, unveiled, I think, is still a prototype. So it was a working all-in-one cooler, but the what the animation they had on the screen was just their logo, like spinning around and doing stuff. And I think that was just the one thing that they put on it. And it's yeah. the same like with our cooler. It connects with a USB. And then you can upload any GIF that you want onto that screen. And we we had about, it was like four or five we had, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, had Extreme PC and, UK underwater with all bubbles coming over it. You had yeah. the radar one with it going around. And then you had, is it uh, Jazzy oh, Jeff? No, no, Who? Colton from Colton. Fresh Prince. Doing <laughs> Now's your chance, guys. Now's your chance. <laughs> you've only got one, you've got five. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Now, the thing is, at the end of the day, I've always said to Jansen that if you don't work on this quick, because it's been sitting around for a long time, like really long mm-hmm. time, years. And I was like, look, if we don't get it out, someone will come out of it. And we knew it was getting closer to the mark. But mm. it, it's a few things. We didn't just get knocked back once. We also built a uh, a cooler, which was gone. You explain it, Jance. Yeah. So, yeah, the other thing we did was a thermoelectric cooler um, that uses like uh, thermoelectric pelters to actually cool down the liquid in the all-in-one cooler. And this is something that we built. This was even older, wasn't it? This yeah, must have been like three years ago. Show, yeah. yeah, so we uh, we actually had the working prototype, like actually pumping water and cooling, and we had it in one of our PCs. And we were going around to shows, and we were just showing it off to people, saying, oh, look, this is just something that we've built. And... Our yeah. system was tiny, and we were getting like pretty good temperatures yeah, basically, out of it. The more electric you pump through it, the cooler it gets, and it's a bit like an air conditioning unit. So it takes the heat away from where where the cooler is and moves it to another area. So that will take it outside, and then the, the, obviously the heat being taken away from that cools down the CPU. And we actually got it down like you could get it down to minus temp, so it's got ice on it. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, we're running it in a working PC, so we yeah. were we were just showing that we can keep the PC as cool as any other cooling on something that was the size of like it, it was like three fifty pieces, yeah, yeah. It's like the the fans on it were like forty mil fans, and there was four of those, so the, the whole system was tiny. But yeah, we didn't want to go into minus temperatures because. Uh, we didn't want to build up any condensation or anything like that in there. Yeah. But it it was something we put together with uh, basic parts in a pretty quick amount of time, got it up and running, and had it on show. Cooler Master have just brought out their one. But again, it's just a prototype that they were unveiling at Computex. Um, but their system is huge. Yeah. And they they had the, the water block... Is that on uh, the water which, box behind? No. Oh. Uh, they, their, their water block is just your standard CPU water block with a bit of RGB on it and their logo on the front. And then those two pipes go off to a single rad, and then those two pipes then go off to a double rad. So in their system, you had to have two radiators and you had the thermoelectric cooler on the double rad but then you also had this single rad. So it was going to take up loads of room in a PC, but they were saying like, it's just a prototype and they're going to like condense it down and stuff like that. 
But yeah, we should do Owen, yeah. Owen was up and running and doing the job, and it was tiny. We should combine both of them. Do the thermo cooler and put a TV screen on it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not hear what Kingping was doing? Well, he announced that Computex, the kind of nitrogen cooler, all in one kind of unit. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, like about that. yeah. It's not like you or I could go and really buy it off the street, but at least it was like there a was... lot more compact that you just fill up the tanks and stuff. Nah, and then you it was all in one system. You missed the point there. If you, if you actually saw it, it had a massive great tank attached to the back of it. Yeah. So the, the system was an all-in-one system <laughs> yeah, inside, but the tank that was next to it was about the size of the guy who was showing yeah, it, it off. It's not practical. I know it's not, but I mean, it's, he's the guy that brings out crazy stuff. And actually, there's a point, Nick, we were, when you were getting your 1080 Ti card in recently, and I was looking about as well, Yeah. Uh, before I decided to try and hold off the new card, which we can talk about briefly, shortly, um, I did here a long time ago of the 1080 Ti Kingping edition yeah. and I looked really hard online for that and you can only find them on like eBay for well over a grand now but it was supposed to be the best most overclocked 1080 Ti that existed Yeah, I, I, or is it the 1080 I can't remember which one I couldn't get it for love their money but these are not practical but it's like we're all kind of computing geeks aren't we so yeah. this is all new and shiny and wow do and you know what yeah. I'd like yeah. to have got instead of my card I'd have liked to have got the Hoff version that Janssen's got, but they're so hard to come by. They're the one that's fully overclocked. Which over- is better, though? Is it the Hoff or the Kingpin? They say the Kingpin is the boy, the though. The Kingpin might be better for temps and... Yeah, I think the Kingpin speed. might yeah be better for overclocking. But the Hoff... I think the Hoff is better out of the box. It, yeah, but, ah, the, but the thing is, yeah. the Hoff is all about looks so it comes on the back of the card it comes with a tv screen with all the dials for your temperatures and stuff and your clock speeds it's got rgb over the whole card so the back mm. sides top front everything's got rgb on it um, like even the the two eight pin connectors yeah are rgb yeah mm. so it's okay. it's two different things kingpin is like most powerful out outright yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looks nice as well, but probably not as nice. I couldn't see it. They don't make them anymore. It was a limited run, but so you can only get them second-hand or limited edition ones. It was well over a grand from places like eBay. Yeah, see, the um, I think when, card I, was a grand. When they were first out, they were under a grand, like maybe eight, nine hundred. But um, yeah, yeah, I think they were about nine hundred. Yeah, um, yeah, because and I. It's, it's completely air cooled as well, isn't it, gents? Yeah. Yeah, because it's got the most amount of copper than yeah. any other card or something like that. Yeah. Because the, the fins on there are extra thin and there's like so much, so much more of them as well. And the so, seat sensors all around it, there was like nine yeah. or something to monitor every yeah. bit so the fans could move exactly how they had to. Yeah. Ah, hmm. well, interesting. But yeah, another thing I wanted to talk about that we saw from Asus, mm-hmm. the ROG phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, is this a game changer? Because everybody I know, obviously most of the gamers, everybody I know now hates Apple, but are stuck there because they've got so much stuff mingled into their Apple iPhone that yeah. it's too far gone to, to feel like if they leave yeah. at this point, like me, I'd lose all my iTunes or I've got to download them onto the computer, take them off as MP3s, rip them all onto a new phone. Now, yeah, and this is, this is what happened to me, isn't it? Because I've been Apple from the first Apple iPhone yeah. and all the way up to the 10, 
and I got the iPhone 10 and I didn't like it. So someone said to me, uh, why don't you try a Samsung? And so I bought the uh, Samsung S8 and I hate it. Absolutely <laughs> hate it. Yeah, but yeah. then I'm, I'm stuck between like a rock and a hard place because I've got the 10, uh, the iPhone 10 and I've got the Samsung S8 and I don't like either of them for like different reasons. So at that point I was then stuck because I, I then had the Samsung for long enough that I couldn't return it. But then I was like, I should have got the Razer phone. That yeah. would have probably been a bit better, but it was too late at that point. Why didn't you like similar. the iPhone 10? Um, I've got that. I love it. Yeah, because yeah, um, it's horrible, man. Like when when I got it, I thought it looked amazing. But when I started using it, I hated that it's got that notch at the top. I hate that the corners of the screen are so rounded. I want right angles on the corners of my screen. And like apps weren't filling the whole screen. Um, And the facial recognition, um, like when you need it to work, it wouldn't work. And then sometimes I take my phone out of pocket and it recognizes my face and unlocks and it's unlocking when I don't need it to unlock and things like that. And it's just, I it was just probably thought... getting confused with your beard. <laughs> <laughs> that can throw off, man. That can really throw. Yeah. I think it, I thought it was really good. It's, it's like any new technology or anything that comes out when the plus sizes of the iPhones came out, nothing was configured for that size, but you give it enough time, they all start coming. Mm. And, and most of them are like that now. I see a lot yeah. of your shortcomings, man. Well, but, but it's a well, lot it, better. It, it is price as well. Oh, yeah, it was because, a grand. Yeah. It's and the same as American price as well. The thing is, I could have yeah. gone for the 10, but I chose the 8 Plus because I just wanted to keep my button. Yeah, yeah. I'm missing the button, mate. I missed the button. And as well, on my Samsung, um, your fingerprint is on the back. So when you get your phone out, you're, you're fumbling around at the back of the phone, and it's constantly saying, can't read, can't read, because yeah, you're not getting your right finger onto side. it. Yeah. And then sometimes you put your hand in your pocket and you touch it and you've unlocked your phone in your pocket. What about the and, phone? And, and then the, the other day I had my, um, I had my torch on like, yeah. oh, for no. like an hour. I had to tell you put your hand in your pocket. No, I had to tell him, <laughs> yeah. you didn't realise your phone lights on. He's like, what? Pulls it out, you have to spread it, man. It's melting. Yeah. But, but the thing is, like... Like I've had Apple, and Apple was a quality phone. You can't, you can't deny that, that the quality, the build quality and everything yeah. is solid. But the point is I'm getting at is there's not many companies in the world that you'd think they could take on Apple. But I tell you what, Asus, their quality could smash Apple, I reckon. Really? It's just like another Razer, though. Yeah. It's a gaming phone, and, and game, games and phones are... I've got a few games. I never play them, man. It's never the same thing. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is, the it's thing. like the, the stuff on the phone is good for gaming. It doesn't need to be for gaming. So mm-hmm. when you get your Razer phone, you've got a screen with a higher resolution and a higher refresh rate than any other phone. So it's going to look amazing. And when you're scrolling up and down, there's no lag or blurriness at all. They need it's to make the ever- content, Jans. They need to be hardly a game developers for mobiles are actually going yeah 120 yeah. frames but you know what i'm saying is it you don't have to use it as a gaming phone yeah it's and you'll bring it out they'll bring it's it just out. such a high spec phone that yeah. it's it's good for games but you could listen to music on it because it's got better speakers you could watch videos on it because it's got such a a good screen on it 
Actually, it would come down to software though as well, won't it? Because Apple's yeah. got Apple's got all the linked in with everything, isn't it? Yeah, it the so well. that, that's what I hate though. about my Samsung is that uh, you've got Samsung software, you've got Google software, yeah, and you've got, um, yeah. So you, you've got everything competing with each other, and yeah. now they've added this Bixby as well, and Just that's kind of that's trying to like. Um, like control everything so i get my phone out i just want to take a picture but then it's like use the samsung app then you've got use the android app and then bixby's coming up are you taking a picture do you want me to help <laughs> and you think oh do you know what? i just feel like smashing it up i think you're not missing the point though because when i started talking about the asus phone i was getting more across the point of what they're doing towards gaming you're talking about phone phony things yeah well, well, i was talking about the the gaming yeah, see, now, the thing that I liked about it was it's a phone. Yeah, a phone's got to be able to be a phone. But it will yeah. do everything the iPhone does. But then also it comes with the, the charger on your desk is a stand for a screen. So you flip it over on its side and you put it into the charger and it's a fully freestanding screen. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. That, that, that's a cool yeah, idea because it's like a second screen. Like I stream and I, whenever I'm streaming, I will have my phone open on 4G so I can see what other people can see on 4G if it's laggy if it's perfect if it's smooth I've got like unlimited data so it doesn't matter about my data but that's what I use it for so if I had their phone it would be well good for me to have it as a little mini screen here you know yeah yeah, yeah, but, I can, yeah. but yeah their phone I just think their phone will be top quality but anyway let's move on because we've got so yeah. much to talk about yeah. and I can't believe we're talking about Apple <laughs> yeah. our time with Apple. Sorry, people. Even though they are good phones, this yeah, isn't the extreme yeah. Apple love hate relationship. It's not often we, we do phone reviews, is it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, we, we we are technology and things like that as well. I guess if we yeah. try and keep it related to the yeah. subject, well, we are talking about gaming phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. a yeah. roundabout way. Anyway, anyway. next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> uh, Cyberpunk. I haven't even looked into this whatsoever, but you lot, I'm sure, can fill us in. What did you think of uh, Cyberpunk 2077? It's alright. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> no, God, so tell us a bit about the gameplay. Cyberpunk 2077 looks like uh, looks like it's going to be a really good one. Uh, made by the guys that did The Witcher 3, which was oh, cool. probably my second favourite game of all time. I always wanted um, to get into The Witcher 3, and I played it ooh. when I was playing about three other good games. And I really liked it. The controls were a bit weird. But then I think I spent more time playing the, the game on the table, you know, with the little things you throw. Yeah, anyway, I mean this one looks like it's going to be looks like it's going to be quite different because obviously The Witcher Three was uh, you played the, that particular guy Geralt and yeah. you you could affect basically see Gally. your character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just had to put that in there. Do that again for so. just for everyone on the podcast. Jansen does the best accent from Lockstock. Is Lockstock in it? <laughs> yeah, go on and do it, Gary. Hey, Gary. <laughs> Sounds like Stevie G, man. That's brilliant. <laughs> Go carry on, soups. Um, yeah, so, um, so Cyberpunk apparently is going to be a first-person game instead of third-person, which 
I initially was a bit skeptical about because RPGs generally you kind of want to see your character. You want to see how they change and evolve. But it is uh, in a sense where you can choose who you want to be. So rather than one particular person, so Gary, um, (laughs) (laughs) I think you can be, I don't know if any of you have seen the trailer. There's this woman on there with like mantis hands, like these. I haven't seen nothing about this game whatsoever. Oh, Nick, you've got to watch the trailer. The trailer alone is amazing. Yeah. I'll maybe yeah. have a look after. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've seen some, I've seen some uh, reaction videos of people that have played the, like a demo after E3 and they're all blown away by it. Really? Um, so, yeah. Like, so is it like The Witcher in away. the future? No, nothing like The Witcher. Oh, right. I thought I've got The Witcher 3 in my head here. It's made by, the guys that made Witcher 3. You That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing, man. I want to see somebody do a different game, but uh, not like stick to what they know and be a bit brave and branch out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you don't want to see the same developers. Like Fallout 76, out. that's what we went yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah Fallout, Fallout. Like, it's just reskinning their old game with something new. Yeah. But, yeah, it's good to see someone doing something different and, like... This is a, a genre of, um, like, people love, don't they? It, like, it's the whole cyberpunk thing um, and all this, like, new retro wave and stuff like that. It's all big at the moment. So I think, yeah. like, like they've hit a bit of a goldmine here. Where's it? Uh, oh. Um, Most of these games don't have release dates. So there, there's no release date. I think it'll be, it'll be at least next year, if not. The year after, I would have uh, what, What's your guys' opinion that really quickly? Like, where you don't get announced dates and you just get little tiny teases, like like that Doom Eternal, like a quick snippet. I hate that. I would rather they do what Fallout used to do, and then, boom, it's out next month, a couple of months. Keep it quiet and, and give them a, people a few months' notice. Yeah. But uh, what do you think? I, I don't think they need to build a hype train, don't they? Yeah, yeah give a few months notice, not six months, a year, two years. The Last of Us 2, I know it's not PC. It's like they announced that two years ago, and it's going to be at least next uh, 2019. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a bit extreme. 18. I think it's yeah. like if you if you do it within a year, so you right. just start putting teasers out uh, t- 12 months before, almost forgot how many months there was in a year. But, um, <laughs> yeah, just working, 12 man. Yeah, uh, 12 months before the game comes out, they start putting out teasers. Like, yeah. I think that's that's cool. I mean, you've got that guy that did Metal Gear Solid. I don't know his name, Japanese guy. Um, and then he left Konami, or they got rid of him. Uh, Hideo They've Kojima. done that new game. That looks stunning, that. I didn't know Death. what it's about, but it looks stunning. Yeah, so they announced Death Stranding ages ago Yeah, with a trailer with Norman Regis in it. Yeah, is that his name? Yeah, and, uh, no one knows what the hell the game's about. They still don't know what the game's about. It looks stunning, doesn't it? That trailer. I've, oh. I've lost interest in it because when I saw the very first trailer of it ages ago, where you got Norman Regis standing on a beach, I was like, "This looks amazing," and I had no idea what's going on. And then it's like so much time has gone by that they they release something now, and I'm like, oh, "I can't have to watch that video now." Yeah, exactly. The, oh, there's the extreme I think they've gone to. With that. Yeah, I think when the game is coming out, then mm-hmm. I'll probably be a bit more interested. But it's it's going to be on PlayStation anyway, isn't it? So 
It's not something I'll be playing. Yeah. Oh, isn't Man, it? That PlayStation yeah. games now, eh? Yeah. We were all console gamers at one point. Sack. <laughs> sacked. Everyone's sacked. It's, it's just Nick and next month's uh, podcast people. Enjoy. Trust me, yeah. Paul. If you want to see a podcast with just me on my own talking. Talking about Apple. Let me know. I'll pick it on for hours. I could do that on my own. Yeah, these we know that. These lot say that I never let them get a word in edgeways. Guys, if everyone wants different ideas for one-off pods, that could be one, or we could have a drunk pod as well, one Friday night, and it'll be a one-off. Trust me, as much as geeky as me and Jansen are, you don't want to see us drunk, because we're not the same kind of people. (laughs) (laughs) Put it this way, put it this way. Hold on, put it this way. We went out for a meet-up, yeah, and Trev came down from Scotland. Trev, tell them where we was at six o'clock in the morning. Oh my god, oh, there's some dodgy caves in London at this dodgy rave, and <laughs> yeah, 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 and Jansen's beard was the focus of the night, and that's fun and games, man. Sam it was supplier. interesting. Sam Supplier yeah. all the way. I've yeah. never heard of the guy, but hey-ho. Yeah, getting an Uber back home at like six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, going for a, dr- a drunk pizza. I woke up with half the pizza on me, like, that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a good night, though, that was a good night. It was, mate. It was. It was. It was. Looking right. forward to more. Let's move on, anyway. Um, I was yeah. just about to nah, say, but if, um, boring. Like, boring. <laughs> no <laughs> ideas for a, a, a pod. Like a good one would be for all of us to be in the same room, looking at each other across the table. Yeah, but that's that's and, more to set up because of echo. Yeah, but I, I mean, in theory, to it's have hard us not to get you lot to turn up here, especially you, Jance. <laughs> How would I get you in the same room, Jance? Could you be at my house at nine o'clock? Yeah, I'll be there. We'd all be sitting here till twelve before you even turned up, and then you probably wouldn't even come. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it's like it—it it would be hard before when we had people that weren't in the country. But at least it would be easier now that we're all in the country. All right, then <laughs> next month, uh, Trev, can you just get down here on the bus from Scotland for eight o'clock? <laughs> No bother, mate. No bother. Yeah. Anyway, on a weekend, then we'll go out for a drink. Maybe. Let's move on anyway for now. We've got loads and loads to get through. Next. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's turned out to be a pretty crazy pod, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I have notes here, and I have something saying Gears Tactics, but I've never really played Gears of War because I didn't like it, so. Someone want to fill me in about that, because that sounds good, because I can well, clearly I ne- see... Well, I never played it, because I never had an Xbox. I can hear see turn-based strategy written under this. See, yes. So, Gears... Did Gears not come out on the PC as well? Gears 4? Yeah, it did later on. Yeah. Yeah, so it is it is relevant. I never liked it, because <laughs> Gears of War was very, very linear, wasn't it? Yes. I don't like linear games at all. It's a bit yeah, like Far so... Cry 1 and 2. Just just don't do it. I don't really know that much about this Gears Tactics, but I saw it on um, I saw it on a video um, when people were talking about e- things that got brought up at E3. A bit like XCOM. And um, I saw, yeah, the, the, the gameplay of it, there was a small snippet of the gameplay, and it looked a little bit like XCOM. So it's like a turn-based strategy game, but yeah. it's based in the Gears of War universe. Yeah, and I'm all for turn-based strategy. Yeah, that's my um, favourite. So that's pretty much all the information I've got. I don't have a oh, really? date or anything like that. No. Oh, um, I'm really excited it, for that. I saw it, it on was... the list. And I'm like, oh, he's going to be my worst type of game. It's a tease, yeah. yeah. 
But if you like turn-based strategy, then Gears Tactics is something to look yeah. out for. Yeah, um, yeah, it looked it looked pretty decent based on what I saw. There might be more videos floating around now yeah, that I you could check, check out. out. Yeah, I will check that out because that, that's something I find interesting. Uh, next one on the list is something that Jansen will probably be very interested in: Doom Eternal. Same yeah. here. Everyone yeah, loves definitely. Doom. Oh, the, the, last last Doom one, the last Doom was amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it ran so smoothly. The game was so yeah, fast. Yeah, 4K oh. running at 80 frames on your 10. How many times have you completed it, Jens? I never completed Only it. Only once. Oh, three but times. But you completed it. I didn't complete but it. completed it. So I think if you complete a game these days, it's done all right. Yeah. yeah. I got to the bit where you've got like some kind of big storm. I have the storm in the air. Was it me, or did it feel like it just kept going? You know, you thought you were close to the end, and it just kept going. I don't know, I never got to the end. You get bosses that you think, this is a pretty crazy boss, this might be, like, the end. And then it's like you kill that boss, and then it just carries on. You're like, oh, well, that's pretty cool. I've got more to do. How smooth is it, though? I mean, I I could... You could run it really, really well in yeah. your machine guns of 4K. So could I with the, the Vulcan API. Uh, it was why? so good. Because it, they've actually, they know what they're doing. Apart from that, basically when that game was made, you remember the first Doom? That came out years ago, back in the early PC days, didn't it? When frames were very low anyway. And yeah, if yeah. you remember, even if you play the first Doom now, the pace of the game was very fast moving, wasn't it? You could run around and shoot, run around and shoot. Yeah, when yeah. they built the new version, the Doom, the, the later one you're talking about, they one thing they wanted to capture was the feeling of the original Doom, so you can move very fastly around. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think they did actually capture it, considering it's in a 3D world more than a 2D world, like well, not 2D but very blocky 3D world. I think they captivated that really, really well. How fast you can move around because you feel like you're just constantly motoring yep. about, smashing things up. Yeah. If yeah. you actually hit the shift key, you actually go to a walk rather than the run. Let's, that, that's yeah. how fast the game's supposed to run. And it's, I love ripping people's arms off and cutting people's arms and heads oh, off. Oh, yeah. how good was that, man? How, how yeah, many different things versions of, of killing people was there? There's loads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved that. But yeah, like the variations, like I thought, like, yeah, it'd be the same thing. There's maybe like two or three yeah. and they'll just repeat. But it it all uh, depended on where you were and how you did it. So if you were next to something, you yeah. might then grab their head and smash it against the rock. Yeah. I but think there's something a bit weird with you, though, Chance, them. because when I just mentioned about how many times you can different types of killing people, you was like, yeah! <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> Chance is my kind of gamer, man. Definitely Chance is my kind of gamer. I, I spent £1,500 when I was a student to play uh, Doom, the, not the Doom before, like the Doom, like, 10 years ago, uh, and that in Half-Life 2. That's how much that game meant to me, so that's a classic. That and Wolfenstein kicked off PC yeah. gaming. The new Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein you're talking about, or the old one? Uh, the old one, but the, 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 they are bringing out a new one as well, aren't they? Which I didn't know until you guys mentioned earlier on. I am yeah. so excited for that. On, I was quite surprised with Doom, because it had only been out like a month or two, and then it dropped to like 20 quid. Yeah. Didn't it? And I picked it up then, because I was, I was like, nah, I don't that know. That was back in the days it. when the Steam sales were good. Yeah. They've slowly ramped bargain. up the prices, so you used to be able to get £2 bargains and £3. You'd spend 30 quid on team sales, you'd get 20 games you'd play for the next six months until the Christmas sale, do you know what I mean? You can't mm. do that now. I haven't seen anything on there that's any good. 
but Doom Eternal, I think, will be a very similar game, but just moved on into a diff. They'll, they'll bring like a different set of sort of maps and stuff, and but it'll be the we, similar we, sort of gameplay. We know very little about it. They literally showed like a minute's tease, if that, and it was just of the big guy standing on some broken skulls and some hell place. That was literally it. We know nothing else apart from that. Yeah. yeah. Just in case anyone's interested, the Doom that we were on about is only nine ninety nine Doom sale at the minute. So if you've yeah. not played it, it's a bargain. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, a good game. For money. Yeah, so Doom Eternal looking pretty good. That's one we're excited about. Uh, yes, hopefully yes. it goes down in price very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> right, next up, Starfield. Now, I've not seen a lot about this. I heard in E3 about uh, a new Skyrim in space. But I didn't really see a lot about it. I'm assuming, Soups, this is something that you was really interested in. Yeah, I mean, I love Bethesda games um, anyway. Skyrim I think anything that they space make sounds like a wicked combination. Yeah. yeah, so it sounds like it's going to be. I mean, there is. It's all speculation, really, at the minute. And um, the Beth, the Beth, bleh, the Bethesda conference <laughs> basically <laughs> just <laughs> just kind of. Like, <laughs> 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 Everyone's gone crazy. Right, <laughs> cool. Yeah. So the Bethesda conference basically just kind of popped up with this uh, Starfield. Um, I can't even remember what it was now that that came up. I think it was just a, like a screenshot of the title, uh, and there wasn't really any yeah, kind of gameplay. There's no images nah. or. Anything. It was more a sort of just like sneak preview. We're working on something along the lines of Skyrim, but in space. Yeah. And they showed you like a, a animated screen of like a spacey sort of title, like something you could imagine out of a, like Elite Dangerous or something. Yeah, exactly. So I think. But it um, got me thinking. Yes. Yeah. Because there was a lot of there was a lot of speculation as to what are they doing with this? Because Starfield, I... the name got brought up a while back yeah um because i've been thinking for a long long time like i love fallout 4 it's in on earth post apocalyptic then you've got skyrim which is a similar sort of game but it's all fantasy it's surprising like you've got the mass effect that's already in space and it's that similar sort of game but it's not the sort of it doesn't, it's not, doesn't feel like Skyrim it, or... It's not as open, is it? Yeah. That was Sledgehammer Games, I think, wasn't it? And... Yeah, I think there's a massive gap in the market for this. As long as it's open, open, like you're saying, like where you can walk around and fall out, where you can really do what you want to do rather than someone else is sort of persuading you to do, uh, I reckon that could... But that'd be something I'm really, really interested to play. I just hope it's good. Yeah, it won't be for, for a while, I don't think. Yeah. But yeah, Starfield, keep an eye out for that, people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What else have you not seen? Well, I saw Rage 2. I know it's not on the list. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there was Rage 2. Oh, it was so much fun, wasn't it? It was like Doom on bikes in an open world uh, environment. I thought it was a bit like Borderlands, but it's linear world. It was, yeah. It was a really kind of it never matched up vague to Borderlands, game, though. wasn't it? <laughs> Did you think it matched it was... up to Borderlands? No. Exactly, so I'd rather play Borderlands. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Next! Next! <laughs> <laughs> but Rage 2 looks Rage Two looks pretty decent. It looks fast-paced. It, it does look like the Doom kind of pacing. But they're bringing um, it out at the same time as Borderlands 6. 
I don't know. Don't have a right I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, Borderlands 6. Oh, no. I'm joking. Um, There's no Borderlands 6 people. I just made that up. Just to throw soups on. There's, there's rumours of Borderlands 3, though. Is there? Yeah. Mm, be good, it'd be good. I've got to go back and finish the last four. I never, everyone plays through the first level with me and then don't come back. I've done that slow <laughs> level a hundred times. <laughs> if anyone wants to play through Borderlands with me, Borderlands, I've got Borderlands 2 to finish and I've got Borderlands, uh, the pre-sequel, yeah, as well. We need to play through them at some point, man, before the next one does come out. I wasn't even further behind. <laughs> oh, you're on your own, mate. I'm not a big fan of Borderlands, I must admit. Yeah. But teach their own. Right, yeah, so moving on. I know we're going through these lists a bit quick, people, but the podcast is going to be so long because we've got loads of questions and we've got a list as long as our arm of games that we sort of had interest in. So, yeah, we are going through them pretty fast, but we've got a couple more and then we're going to talk about a few other bits. We've got loads of questions and we've got one game review to do. So, yeah, what's what's next, uh, Soups? So one that I'm really looking forward to is, I uh, might, might say it wrong, but it looks like Sekiro Shadows Die Twice which is from from software, the makers of um, the Dark Souls kind of games. It's called From Software. Yeah, From What Software? (laughs) And how can a shadow die? I'm confused. (laughs) (laughs) How long would you have took that from? Just keep repeating yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I can never tell if you're serious. Alan, 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 Dave? Dan? 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 (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Go on, carry on. Sorry, dude. Sorry, people for being right. silly. We're very serious now. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it looks like they're not going to be making any more Dark Souls games, which is a shame. But they're kind of focusing on this. It oh, looks like you've got Dark to be a diehard slash... fan for hot Dark Souls, man. They've yeah. got a following and a half. But I've got to say, yeah. I did like the game, but I was rubbish at it. I'm a big fan. I completed all the games. Like hands. Um, hands count. He he made a big thing about how many times he died and all this, like. Yeah, it was like 1,500 or something. Yeah, I'd have given up after the fourth. <laughs> yeah, I did. But you get some guys that they like, they managed to do the whole game without, without getting hit. No, without getting hit. Yeah, I know there's one guy that done it with a banana, didn't he? Well, he did, I think he did, all three games back-to-back without even getting hit. How many runs did it take, though? Oh, a lot. I think sorry, it took boys. him a few years. But I think he yeah. needs to go to the addiction centre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> Number one client. Question, you walk in the door. How many times have you, how many Dark Souls have you completed? <laughs> Get in that that's room. who you don't want to be. Avoid this yeah. guy. Yeah, and also, there was a guy who completed it with the like Donkey Kong bongo drums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's one that's done it with bananas, and there's one that's done it with frying pans as well. Yeah. They connect up oh, all man. the control pads to like a set of bananas, and they touch the banana to make it move and that. I don't know why you'd want to do that. I'd just play it with a controller rather than a banana. Hard times. <laughs> it's, it's hard yeah. enough with a controller. <laughs> These people have got way too much time on their hands. But the thing is, I'd be sitting there. It's a long game. You've got ten bananas in front of you. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to eat this one. Well, when they start getting soft, they start getting <laughs> squidgy. <laughs> Man, crazy people. People do some funny things, though, for funny reasons. I know. Yeah. Anyway, it's, uh, anyway, go back to this. So yeah, it looks like it's uh, it's kind of samurai warriors slash Dark Souls. Open um, world, yeah. As much as Dark Souls is, it looks like so. Kind of. Is it actually o- connected to Dark Souls? Is it a spin-off or? 
I don't think so. Yeah, it's an but... separate game, but it's just got this, just like taken over basically from the area that's missing out in. Yeah, the law looks completely different because it wouldn't make sense to be. Yeah. In the same, but it looks like they've it, they've sort of speeded up the movement because there's like grappling hook mechanics in this oh, one, right. rather than it being a bit more slow paced and strategic. It looks like it's going to be a little bit faster paced, which um, might go one or two ways. I think some of the hardcore Dark Souls guys might not like that. Yeah, um, but, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah, sure the they know. Dark what Souls, doing. the Dark Souls followers are very very strict in what they want and what they have. You know. You go up to yes. a Dark Souls player and you say, nah, I didn't like that game, it's way too hard. They will rip into you. <laughs> I, I always thought it was yeah. console, guys. I didn't realise it was actually a PC title as well. Uh, yeah, it the is. second one that's on PC? I'm not sure because I wouldn't play it. But yeah, The first the first one, they did a um, they did a remaster recently. So they did a, like a HD remaster of the first one. Uh, but it wasn't out initially PC. then. Um, I think it was, but it was a bit rubbish a really rubbish port yeah. uh, i think for me as well it was time i don't have time to die a hundred times like that's I, a t- that's a title of a james bond movie or something that could that could <laughs> work out so. <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> I, I don't have time to die a hundred times <laughs> that'd be the new one with tom hardy then <laughs> <laughs> laurel and hardy uh, <laughs> anywho anyway moving yeah. on next next yeah. carry on yeah, next up, Dying Light 2. Has anyone completed the first one? I I've haven't, got, I've got but to be it's honest. stunning. And it's one of the few games that has still got life in it after been out for a few years. Really? A lot of people still come back to that for the online experience, yeah. And they're also bringing that... Uh, it's, remember I told you about this a little while ago, Nick? Uh, it's kind of like a Battle Royale, but a, yeah. a much cut-down version. They're still bringing that out for the original game, even though they're rumoured to be working on the second one. Yeah. That's, well, that's for me, I used to. One of my favourite games of all time is uh, Dead Island. Don't know if you've ever oh, played Dead yeah. Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, bit yeah. more cartoony, but same sort of thing. Four players going around the map doing missions. I, I love Dead Island. I love Dead Island too. I, I just love the whole game through and through. Then when Dying Light came out, it was the same game, but with really good graphics and a lot more serious. And I got. Uh, I played through it quite far and then the people I was playing with dropped out and I stopped playing it and it was one of them sort of things where we actually tried to go back to it a little while ago, didn't we? And we all I saw it. you and Matt and stuff, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but, but the thing was, because we hadn't played it from the start, we didn't really know where we left off from, so everybody was it running was... around just murdering zombies but not knowing what was going on. But yeah, Well, was... yeah, it's just me. I was the only one that started from the beginning yeah. and I couldn't really do a lot compared to you guys because I had rubbish weapons. Yeah. Plus, we started it pretty late, and we only played it for like an hour. You bought it before that, didn't you? We I, played it for I an hour, it. and then didn't go back to it. <laughs> you did yeah. have all your, so many games, man. You got no, that black but, game as well. But the thing <laughs> is, what you've got to realise is... Black flag. Yeah, but what you've got to realise is, these are games that I've played previously, and then this is going back to that game. So, yeah. I, I, don't get me wrong. I'm sorry for uh, Soup's buying it and not playing it. <laughs> but... <laughs> but... It it was a game that everybody said they'd get on, and then no one gets back on it. It it's just pointless on your own, you know. Well, I played Dying Light single player, and I thought it was alright single player. Yeah, it's yeah, all right, I completed it. Oh, before. did you play it? On that, I had it on the Xbox, but I bought it on the PC 
because I liked it, and you guys said you were going to play ah, it. Ah, but you have played through the game then, so you have, you've not missed out uh-huh. on the game, really. Yeah, I completed oh, it. that's not too, bad. Um, that's too bad. Well, now I you think... can just play it again. Yeah. Better graphics. I didn't have the DLC, you know, the... I can't remember what it's called, but there yeah. was like a DLC for it, which I haven't played. Yeah. That's me That that's me for Destiny, guys. I had that for a PlayStation 4, including DLC, and then I got it for the PC for £10, but just because I wanted to experience mm-hmm. a different way of playing it. And then Soup's got the, the DLC, and I thought, right, £15 half price, let's do it. I've mm. very rarely done that. That you know and what Battlefield I've got. Hmm. Get rid of any console sitting in your room. Bye. <laughs> I haven't ever touched my PlayStation, man. I'm only <laughs> keeping it for The Last of Us 2. That's it. See, back That's... in the day, it used to be, I've only got the PlayStation for the uh, HD films. So Ultra HD. Yeah. Blu-ray. Yeah, the Blu-ray, yeah. Now it's like there's no excuses anymore. Some people still use it for Netflix. Yeah. Because they yeah. have a smart TV, so they're like, Why oh, well. I say Netflix I'll... and chill. Oh, I don't know. Because you're chilling out watching Netflix. But it's that's obvious, isn't it? I'm going to watch some Netflix. Oh, you don't dear. go, I'm going to go on a bike ride and pedal. <laughs> oh, dear. Really? Really? Like, you don't know what it means? Really? It's so annoying, isn't it? It's like it's become... There's it, a hidden agenda. It's become... Yeah, it's hidden agenda. <laughs> don't put something on you really want to watch. Let's put it this way. It's become hip to say it. Yeah, what are you doing tonight? I'm Netflix and chill. <laughs> Sado. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise for our host, ladies and gentlemen. He's, it's he's been not, a long day. He's not, he's not cool with the you know, in crowd, you know. I've he's got not Netflix. <laughs> Do you chill? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever chill, to be fair. Uh, but, yeah. Next. Next. Right, Dying Light 2. Yeah, that, that, that will be something we will get into, and we'll play it with Soups. We promise you, Soups, we will play it with you. <laughs> I'll even play with you as well, man. Uh, play he the will game play with, with you, you literally. <laughs> <laughs> Come all the way down from Scotland for that. You ever, that hag- you ever had a haggis shake? Well, there you go. <laughs> and it, it won't be late. <laughs> I like the um, I like the uh, the versus mode in Dying Light as well, where one of you was the zombie. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. quite good. Never played no, that. I never like... tried that. Oh, you'll have to have a go on it. Yeah, because one of you is a zombie and. The other four are the humans that have to try and... They, they've got that in Left 4 Dead as well. No, but this is, you're like the alpha zombie. So you're like one main zombie. And obviously, because the zombies oh, so got... they don't know who was you. No, you're, you're, you're like the alpha zombie. So you have to kill the, the four humans and you've got like special skills. Um, oh, they're the other zombies as well. Yeah. Yeah, there's the other zombies as well, but you're like the, the boss zombie. Effectively. The one with the lights so, on your head. So you've got to try and get the other players on their own because it's very easy to kill one person on their own but if they're in a group of four it's harder so you've got to try and separate the pack by like um using your skills like you might spit some uh, i don't know acid which makes one of them run off somewhere else you know and then you attack that one person it, it's, it's quite good and of course it's quite dark as well so they've got to have their lights on they might not see you from a distance but as a zom- the zombie you can s- sort of call out and you've got night vision so you can see where they are so you know as they're trying to run away from the normal zombies you can kind of get the one at the back you know and and stuff like that it's it's pretty good Uh, and obviously you can level up your zombies and the more you play the more skills you unlock and and stuff like that doing well for a game that's been out three years but i'm telling you still going strong yeah Yeah, no there is there's still quite a uh, big following on it yeah 
for a game. We should be playing that game, but there's so many games, isn't there? Yeah. Right, anyway. Next. One more game. One more game before we start talking about questions. We've got a couple of games that are involved in the the questions. But yeah, Yeah. last game we're going to talk about from news. We've still got some more Computex stuff as well. Oh, have we? Yeah. All right, cool. Is Elder Scrolls Six? That's another game that I will definitely 100% be in. Has anybody yeah, got that's... any times of when it's coming out? No, they didn't. Dis- <laughs> they didn't say anything, did they? I think they just because just, the last time it was a time... bit like the Starfield, wasn't it? It was a bit like, oh, here, have a look at this and keep thinking about it for the next six months. Yeah, because the last there. time people asked them about Elder Scrolls, they said, look, it's going to be ages. We're not even going to talk about it. Yeah, but they did now... say they did say that it's not going to be an online. Which is good. Yeah, you don't want it to be. Because that sort of flopped. No one really went for that. Did you ever play on uh, online? Yeah, I loved it. Did you? I played it yeah. after finishing Skyrim. I just thought, I've been playing Skyrim for a couple of hundred hours, and it's like, I can start this game all fresh. But I didn't like the view, and I didn't like how small the characters were on screen. No, I played um, Elder Scrolls Online for about three months. I was sub to it. Really? Yeah, because that's yeah. when it was sub. That one of the sub ones, I hate any game. No, no, it's not. It's free to play. Well, no, no. When it first came out, I played it for two weeks on the beta testing, and I really didn't like the game. And I thought this just seems so long. And it was all things like you can add this and you can add that. But that was when it was going to be. I think it was eighty pound to buy the game, and then it was a sub. But then, Mm. like you're about to say, it got to a point where that flopped, and they took that away. And then the game came right down in price, wasn't it? Yeah. So originally you had to sub to play it, and then it was doing really bad. I think it was just a poor game. There wasn't much content, and they've completely redone it. I think they re-released it as like Tamriel Unlimited Edition yeah. or something. Came out like re re kind of released it and everything, gave it a new lease of life. I think you can get it for like six quid now, oh, really? and you don't. You don't, yeah, it's about six pounds. And is it everybody's um, so far in the game that you don't get no, anywhere, or no, you do. And there's so much content; um, it's it's actually really, really good. And you don't need to pay anything more than that. Is it full so, open world now as well, where I can go wherever I want, do whatever I want? Well, yeah, wherever yes, you it, want. Yeah, it's really good. The only thing is, the reasons why I subbed to it for a few months was because. Yeah, but well, you can do. I've got an addiction. <laughs> now, although you can do everything exactly the same, the the restriction that can really kind of annoys you is you've got a lot limited bag space. So you've got like uh, I don't know twenty or thirty different slots that you can store stuff. Okay. Whereas if you're a subscriber, you get an unlimited bag space for consume for like um, your crafting materials. All right. Which for anyone that plays MMOs knows that. You know, bag space is quite a big deal when you're trying so to... So that's a little bit of a pay-to-win. No, it's to, it's just convenience, really. Because I played I played um, with some of my mates as well, and one of them, I think one of them was a sub, and the others weren't, and they just had to go back to, like, the banker more often to, um, to sort of, like, put their materials in the bank, rather than I didn't have to because I could just walk around longer without having to go back to town. So yeah. it just kind of makes it a bit more convenient. You, you don't get any more. You don't sort of achieve anything else. It doesn't unlock extra missions or anything. It just is a bit more convenient, that's all. Do any other games yeah. have the, the subscription model? Is it just World of Warcraft now, or have they all stopped now? Final Fantasy fourteen has a sub-model. Um, that's probably the second biggest MMO. 
I would have said after World of Warcraft. But that one actually looks decent, like the graphics on that. But mm. World of Warcraft, I think, is free to play to a certain level. Final Fantasy is something I've always thought about going back to the original and starting fresh and going through them. If you went back to number one, you'd play it for five minutes and be like, what is this crap? Really? Yeah. No, but I quite like the original over... It's a bit like Pokemon, ain't it? <laughs> gotta catch them all! It's but it is, like isn't it? turn-based the... stuff. Yeah. Yeah, where you've got five people there and you pick, pick your spells and stuff. That's how it works. Oh, not, not like Pokemon Go. No. And there's, so a new one. there's a new one out, isn't there? You've got uh, Jurassic it? Park. Oh, what a rip-off, man. <laughs> you're driving down the street and you've got ten people at the traffic lights all doing some funky stuff with their phones. <laughs> if they're getting locked down, it's someone's fault, man. Idiots. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's move on anyway. Yeah, moving on. We're going to talk about how there's still no release date for uh, GPUs. And he came out, didn't he, at E3. Was it E3 or Computex? He came out and he said, look, we've unlocked this, we've brought this out, we've brought this out, we've brought this out. But there ain't going to be a graphics card for a long time. Everything you're hearing out there is all a lie. Ah, oh, man, yeah. take it with a pinch of salt. I think it will get announced in August, not come out in September. I generally do. It was two years ago, the 1080 came out. They're, they're, they're keeping their cards close to their chest. They don't need to do anything or say anything yeah. so they're that far but ahead. To be fair, like what they always do, they never, they yeah. never leak anything. They always they tell you, at the end of this month, this is coming out. And that's it. Yeah. It's like they don't need the hype. They yeah, don't but, need the publicity. How do they they been... just tell you when it's ready. Yeah, but the how hype do... won't work for them anyway, because if they hype a new car, stop you buying the current car. They don't yeah. need yeah. to hype it because everybody wants their product. Yeah. They've got they've got so many people wanting their product, they wouldn't be able to get it out fast enough. Including so, me. Yeah, but the thing is, like me, I sold my 1080 Ti, what was that? It's got to be six months ago now, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> because there was rumour that a new card was coming out and I wanted to get rid of that for a decent price and wait for it to come in so I got a 1050 <sighs> Ti it's now got to July and I've bought another 1080 Ti top end one with much higher clocks on it a new card did come out Nick it was the 1030 was it not or was it the yeah. 1070 Ti or something <laughs> yeah but the point is it's like I've now decided that I'm not going to go for this new card because I don't know why. Listen, no, there's a good reason to this. I've always bought the TI. So the 1080 comes out, and then I wait uh, however months it is, six months or whatever, for the TI to come out. And I've always bought the TI and then waited, skipped the next one, and got the TI of it. So I thought to myself, why did I even sell my card? Just keep the TI now and then wait for the next gen to come out and then the TI after that. So, because the thing is, I'm running a 1440 ultra wide monitor here, like the new Asus one, same as Soups. My 1080 Ti can run every game over 100 frames. And this is the monitor I'm going to be using for the next couple of years anyway. So, what does it matter? Yeah. yeah. When it comes out and it's all new and shiny and I'm kicking your ass with frames, you'll be like. Ooh, when, you get, when you're getting 100 no, frames, no, yeah, it's like, do you really need more? That's the point I was trying to explain to him. 30 yeah. frames is is undoable. Anything under 30 is unplayable. 30 to 60 is, is okay. That's classed as okay. Over 60 frames is classed as good. So if you get 60 frames, it's classed as per, uh, it's good, perfect to play on. We're getting, no, 100, get... we're getting 100 frames. 
I'll give you an analogy of when I went to 100 to 120 FPS just recently in the last month or so, and it was in playing Destiny 2 a lot. And then I thought I would try it again briefly with the PlayStation boys because I hadn't done it for ages. You couldn't see play the game properly. Well, that as well. I noticed a difference when I went down the way, not so much up. I generally couldn't play. It was so slow and sluggish at 30 FPS. And I went back to like 100 plus and I was like, wow, I actually don't appreciate what I've got just now. Yeah, but my point, what I was getting at though, Trev, is you want to go to the next card specifically to get high frames in Rust, which is a very poorly optimized game. Not, not, partly, yes, yeah, yeah, partly. Games like that are never going to be greatly optimised because of the nature of the game. But all my other games run really well. I just want to future-proof myself for the next two years as well, Nick, because yeah. some of these AAA titles are... For the next two years. I've got a 960 here. When I sold my 1080 Ti uh, and I put the 1050 Ti into Leo's computer, the only card I had left sitting in the room here was a, a 960. And I put a 960 in my machine... And I was playing all the games on medium settings. I bet uh, you yeah. felt really dirty, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> put it oh, in it, was there, a no. 10, it was a 1050 Ti you had, man. Yeah, but then when I took the 1050 out, because I got a graphics card and it broke, didn't it? I got a 1080 Ti, it turned oh, up 40. Okay. So I'd already put Leo's card, the 1050 Ti, into his machine. So what I did is I put the 960 into my machine for the two weeks why it took to be taken and replaced. In that time, I actually, this is genuinely what i thought yeah i was like i've just spent a grand on a graphics card just for the sake of having a little bit of better graphics but i was playing empyrean on the 960 at 60 frames on like low to medium settings or something and it weren't that bad for a thousand pound in my pocket if you get what i'm saying yeah depends what you really want though i'm i'm heavily driven by visuals and i do yeah, i do so need I good play as well but it has to be both but, you know well i'm the guy that always goes on about mickey mouse graphics as you all know but i like I think I like it's budget as good. well isn't it it's like yeah if, yeah if you've yeah. got a grand burning a hole in your pocket that you could you could spend it on a graphics card and be happy with it yeah. but not everyone's agreement People yeah. people have their different hobbies, don't they? Some people spend a fortune on like season tickets at the football, or um, cars, or or a new badminton racket. Where what did that come from, man? I used to play badminton. <laughs> oh, where did that start, come from? Why are you starting on badminton players for? <laughs> have you bought a racket that cost a fortune recently? Jason? No, I had a badminton racket <laughs> when I was sixteen, and it cost me two hundred quid. I had a badminton racket when I was about sixteen. It cost me two quid. Yeah, that's why you're no good at badminton. Was it made of wood? <laughs> yeah, had that square thing on the head. <laughs> is that, is that was, a big, is that what a big was that square thing you used to get on the wooden tennis rackets? It was a, a protector, wasn't it? Well, it just protects the head. Yeah. Is badminton a big sport in the States? Is it just a British thing? I can never remember. Badminton's quite a big sport. Yeah. I thought you only play it at school. No, I used to play I thought, badminton. I thought, it was, I thought it was just a British thing, man, sorry. Obviously not. All right, next. <laughs> next. <laughs> right, anyway, getting on from there. There's a couple more things from Computex that I saw that I thought were pretty cool. It's an all-in-one that doesn't have a pump. And an basically... All-in-one. An all-in-one what? <laughs> yeah, I saw that, John, so that's what I was talking yeah. about. Sorry, Peter, oh, okay. yeah. It's gone really <laughs> off track today, hasn't it? Everyone's been silly. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, to be more specific, it's an all-in-one cooler. And, Water cooler. Yeah, 
all in one water cooler, AIO, whatever you want cool. to call it. And it works the same. You've got a water block on the CPU. You've got uh, pipes going to radiator. But the way this one works is that the the water block is see-through. So you can see what's going on inside. And basically the CPU is heating up the water or the fluid and it's boiling. Then that that fluid is evaporating and the steam is going up one pipe to a condenser then the condenser's turning it back into liquid and then that liquid then drips back down into the CPU cooler. So you have you have to have the condenser at the top of the machine because it, it works with the water dripping down with gravity because you don't have the pump. And I looked at this thing and... Doesn't it seem like a lot of hard engineering yeah, that works it, for what it, it does? Yeah, it just... It just seemed like exactly that. It's, it was way too much engineering for something so simple. And they're basically saying, you're not going to get the noise off the pump. No one hears their pump. No, it's we've like, got headphones on. Yeah, it's like pumps are so quiet now. As long as you don't have a pump that's non-PWM uh, and it's running at 100% all the time, yeah. your pump is usually silent. And well, they are a little a couple of people we've built computers for they're like oh man i've got to go full water cooling because i can't stand the noise of the fans and i'm like hmm. they're not that bad nowadays and it's like nah. we've built a few in the last couple of months where we build it and we're like maxed it out on prime 95 and like uh 3d mark and customers are like man it's not making any noise and we're like yeah. yeah that's running at max it's just a yeah. little hum mm. And if you buy decent fans, you can have them on full whack and they'll be silent. And with this thing, you've, you've got the condenser and the condenser's using fans to turn the steam back into a liquid. So you're going to hear that. The only thing you don't have is a pump, but it, it, there's no extra efficiency in the heating and the cooling. It's purely that there's a pump missing. So you don't have pump noise. And I thought, I don't I don't see anyone buying that it, purely for a gimmick like they they were being secretive because I watched a video on it and they were being secretive about the fluid that was actually inside it but I just looked at that and thought you know what? I don't even care because <laughs> it, it's it's not something that our was, inventions are better yeah we could do better than that why are you so better about a, such a unique idea even if not many people are going to use it I thought it was pretty cool to make water kill impossible without a pump yeah but that's just, just a set of words that's just you, what what did you just say nick that's, that's just, just a, a set, set of, of words <laughs> what, what is that but i'd explain what did you just say this is how mind my what this is how my <laughs> mind works that guy has done all of that paperwork all of that design all of that making that product just so that he can go doesn't have a pump that's what i'm getting at yeah so i put up my next one next to his my corsair all in one and i go mine has got a pump Done. Mine's better. Does that make sense it, to you lot or not? Yeah, because it's like you're, you're making something just, just so for the sake of making words, it. Yeah. Just so you can yeah, say but, it ain't got a pump. But I think I think that's what it is. It's just look, like I, I've made this and there's no pump in it. No one else has done that. And so people are looking at it and they're like, oh, that, that's pretty cool. And the, the thing that I thought was quite cool was that the water block was transparent. So you could actually see the lid of the cpu 
and you could see the fluid inside boiling. And I thought that that kind of looks quite cool. It kind of just was a bit like I, I don't really see Has this it been going anywhere. Yeah, it was running at the yeah. show. And what temps were the CPU at? Oh, it didn't say. Exactly. So it, yeah, it, it was obviously just running, but like they said, this is a very, very early prototype because it had like wires and stuff hanging out of it. But yeah, it's just something that's kind of cool, but isn't really going to yeah, go anywhere. Pun intended. I'll see you yeah. done. It's a gimmick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think more of a gimmick than anything. I'll, I'll go through a couple of other bits. So just to speed it up, because obviously we've been talking about it for a while. Asus, because they were like going like full pelt with all their new products. It was like and they, they just bombarded the market with new stuff. Yeah. They were literally like, okay, we're just going to bring out everything. And they did it all at one show. Yeah. And I thought one thing they brought out was pretty cool was their PSU. And it's called the Thor. Yeah, I and, love it already. Yeah. And it, it's a 1,200-watt PSU. I think it's like a five-inch OLED screen, like yeah, full-color OLED screen on the side of it. And it, it brings up all the information about, like, the – voltage it's drawing from the wall, the voltage it's putting into the computer, its temperature, all the information, and it it looked really nice. But Cooler Master had done the same thing, but their one didn't look as impressive. It just looked like they got a CPU, cut a hole in the side, and put a screen on it. Yeah. And with Asus's one, it looked like it was built from the ground up to be this whole new PSU. They even had one open and the heat sinks in there, even though you're never going to see them, the heat sinks had the ROG logo etched into it. Yeah. Is anyone and, ever going to use 1,200 watts, really? That's ridiculous. Uh, Maybe someone who's running, like, two yeah, like, I know PCs in I, one or something. Yeah, I'm not sure about that PSU, if it's got that, but a lot of people now are using streaming PC and normal PC in one, and the PSUs are split in half with two sets of cables for each. Okay, yeah. okay. becoming so a more popular it, thing. Yeah, this this might have that. I, I don't know what the output had on it. But then but, a lot of people yeah. would buy a 1,200-watt PSU. You, Trev, you would buy what's essential to your build. So you'd go 800-watt if that's oh, what you needed. But my, so, last build, my last build was 1,000 watts, and it was way too much, and I didn't know yeah. that. So I 750 this time, and that could probably still run dual uh, SLI cars. Yeah, you definitely... To. But some people just want to go, look, like if I'm doing a show build, I would put mm-hmm. that in there, even if it didn't have the screen on it, because I'd be like, this is for a show. It's got to be big and bold and statement. And that's this is it. why you get an 1180, Nick. This is why you're going to get it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, exactly that. Like this is a showpiece and it looked like it. The casing for it, all detailed, it had one of the corners kind of shaved off and had the ROG logo on it. The fan cover at the ROG logo. But yeah, it was every every side of it, whether you're going to see it or not, they had put effort into the design. I do love Asus though, man. Out of all the companies, Asus go above and beyond with quality in everything they do. Yeah. Like Even though they've got the same idea as us with the TV screen, the cooler, I even looked at their cooler Mm. and thought, man, that does look like a wicked cooler. Yeah. And with other companies, they'll bring something out and you'll be like, that's well good. You buy it and then you're like, well, the quality's just not there. Yeah. And it's like you're kind of disappointed because you've got cheap, something cheap that you thought was a bit... parts. Yeah. 
it's a bit special, but then you get it and you're like, nah, it's just way too flimsy. Like some people want to spend more money to have better quality. And some of these companies think, nah, if it's cheap, we'll sell more. But I think with Asus, they're more like, we, we want to put out good products. Some yeah. other things that Asus brought out, uh, they brought out a dual screen laptop. Did any of you see that? Oh, yeah, that looked fascinating to me. I can't see yeah. any practical use of it yet, and it's a very, very early concept, but well, why not? It's, yeah. like, it's like the one you talked about, Chance, with the 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 the, the CPU cooler without the, the, the pump in it. Yeah. Ridiculous, not required, but cool as hell. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, they're saying that it it's such an early concept, but it looks like a finished product. And they're calling it uh, the precog because they're saying that it's going to understand what you want to do before you do it. What does that and mean? So... It keeps putting porn on screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if you were using it, then yeah. <laughs> Every time you switch it on in a business meeting, a porn site comes up. Uh... Double click me now, big boy. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Not again. You're talking to it, and you're like, not now, I'm at work, I'm at work. <laughs> How funny, Next! Man. Yeah, um, so yeah, they've named it the Precog, because uh, they're saying that this laptop is going to know what you want to do before you do it. And the demonstration, that, <laughs> the demonstration that I saw was the guy put it on the table, he's using it as his dual screen, uh, like... Bottom screen is a keyboard, top screen is his display. And then he's typing, he's got his touchpad, and then he says, if I reach over and grab a mouse and put the mouse next to it, it knows that mouse is there. And then on the bottom screen, it will take away the trackpad so you've got more room on the bottom screen to either have a bigger keyboard or another bit of a display or something like that. And then the same, like if you brought a mechanical keyboard over, it would know the keyboard's there. It would remove the keyboard altogether. Then you've got two screens purely for display. It sounds so it's good. more than just a fancy two-screen thing. There's actually intelligence there as well, which I like, man. Yeah. The thing is, it sounds good, but it seems like potential things going wrong and becoming an annoyance. Uh, it's, it's, very, it's very <laughs> early, Nick. It's so early. Yeah. That, like, they said they didn't even know how Windows would it's work with it. They connected to everyone's keyboard. Yeah. You yeah. need, need a new version of Windows. You would need all the applications to work with it, and so very might never yeah. see it. You're walking into I an think office, it's... and everyone's keyboard just connects to it. You're like, man, you're just pressing random buttons and cross everyone <laughs> in the office's business plans are all just getting writing all over them. Yeah, you've <laughs> done that to people at work though, and you plug like um like a a remote mouse like the yeah. USB into <laughs> someone else's computer, and then. Slowly start moving it up. like veering off the screen. The boys <laughs> in my old job used to do that to the graduates all the time, and I never get involved. I stayed out, but the poor guy was like, he would log ticket after ticket to me. Trevor, Trevor, my mouse keeps moving by itself. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I need to tell him eventually. I think with something like this, where it's so advanced, I think it would be a little bit more clever than someone yeah. just walking yeah. by and it, it hooks up. <laughs> But it, it looked cool, and they said it yeah. is really early concept, but it's a working concept, and it was super thin. And they were saying that it's got, like, decent cooling, it's got decent processing graphics in there, yeah. 
Yeah. And they're saying that the final product will will be running something like an i7 with the equivalent 1080 graphics and things like that, and in this super slim form factor as well. That is one thing that's I've got to say over the last five years has rapidly changed. Five years ago, someone said to me, I'm buying a laptop. I'd be like, just don't even think about it. Don't buy a mm. gaming laptop. Just don't do it. It's going to be too hot. It's not going to be very good. But I've got to be honest, in the last five years, you've seen like HP, you've got them Razer, you've got, there's loads of laptops coming out, Asus, mm. which are now more geared towards gaming, and they are putting them graphics cards in there, and they are cool, and they're running pretty pretty good. Yeah, you know, and they're not so giant much. either. Yeah, remember the one we looked at? It was like, it weighed 20 carry it around in the, Yeah, carry it around in the suitcase. Yeah, and it that had was like full-size speakers on the back of it and everything. But anyway... <laughs> We need to move on, boys, because it's getting very late and we've still got a lot of questions to talk about. Before we get into the questions, we do need to cover Empyrean. I know we've spoke about Empyrean quite a lot, people, but we actually do have the server up and running now. It's on the server list. Type in Extreme PC UK. It will come up. Get into the game. There's there's about 50 people playing in there over the last two weeks. It is It is very... They've changed the survival tactics to make it a lot harder, so... A lot of people are coming in. If you feel you come in and you don't really know what's going on, you're not alone. But we Soups have got your man. Uncle Soups here. We'll come in and help you. Just got to go on Discord and, and say, like, message him, look, how do I do this? He's, like, the furthest out of all of us in there. He's got his capital ship. He's up in space. And, yeah, he's got the power to help you out if you need it. Well, I've only played it for about half an hour, so um, I'm not really that <laughs> Half an hour every ten <laughs> and minutes. And the other two weeks. <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah. I got a little bit addicted to it, to be honest. Yeah, he needs to go down to that NHS place and get sorted out for addiction. Because <laughs> how many how many hours you done this week? Thirty hours? No, total. Uh, Steam says forty-four. Forty-four um, hours. There you go. That's on top of your day job. Just on top of my day job. Yeah. Right. So I've got a hundred and twenty hours or so racked up on Empyrean. That's nothing. I've got loads more than that. But I think the good thing with it is that just recently there seems to be a lot of people jumping on. Almost every night there's all there's there's nearly always at least one two other people in our Discord that's that's getting involved. You know, everyone's similar kind of place, and because because it's always good when they're in the chat and you can help each other out and you know go go through the early stages, which can be quite painful yeah. when you start out. So oh. if anyone is interested in in sort of starting up Empyrean, then jump jump in the chat channels because we'll all help you out. Yeah, I've got um, 250 you know. hours on that already. Crikey. Yeah. But yeah, it is, it's it's becoming really good. And what we're starting to do now is everybody's getting to the same sort of level where we're helping each other out with resources for capital ships. It's all about just going and where they change the game, it's about going, taking down bases and it's, it's pretty good fun. Yeah, we have a laugh. We have yeah. a laugh sometimes. Like there was yeah. one evening where me and Nick got stuck on the moon for yeah, a few hours. <laughs> for a few hours, half a day. But yeah, Empyrean server, just check, type it into the top of the list. It will show up. It's on 24 hours a day. If you want to support us, just go to Empyrean servers list on Google and you'll see us. We're, I think we're about 13th or 12th at the moment. Go on there. Just give us an upvote. It'll ask you for your Steam. Just a vote on there. And, yeah, that will get us right up the list, and we appreciate that. But, yeah, we just want to see more people come in there. Even if you want to come in, make your own faction, and fight against us, it'd be even fun. You know, yeah. if you want to and it's only £7.49 on Steam at the minute. Yeah, for a little while. So, yeah, right. Moving on to the questions. 
got three questions coming in, which are pretty good. One of the games I wanted to talk about earlier on, I didn't talk about purposely because it's a good question, and I'm going to put it in there. So first question, and this is from Tom G, and he says, what console exclusive game would you like to see added on PC into Steam? That's a really good question. I've got a really good answer. <laughs> Go on, then. Which I think will answer the same for a lot of people, and that is Red Dead Redemption 2. I've had massive conversations with people about how that came as coming out on a console, and everybody, like uh, GTA, it came out a year later, everybody really wanted that game to come out on PC, like myself included, because we loved the first one. And it seems like it's not going to now, or if it does, it will be a long time after. So for me, man, I'd, I'd love to see that game on a PC. Even if they did bring out the first one on PC now, before the second one, I'd love that as well. What about you lot? So you've played Red Dead Redemption. You've played you've played other games not on a PC then before then. You've played a game on a console. Is that what you're saying, Nick? <laughs> Everyone knows after my history, Trevor, said. apart from you. After after you said that to me earlier on, have you ever <laughs> seen me on console? My how many points I've got on Xbox? How many points you got? Fifty thousand. Oh my god. I was because I went away from PC for a good ten years. Did you? Uh, yeah, actually, and I only came back to PC. Uh, after the Xbox 360. Oh, because okay. for me, I, at that point, I was having kids, I was younger, I didn't have the money for PCs, and I totally went away from PCs for a good 10 years. Even though I started on my Amstrad years ago, I went away oh. and I came back, and that's when I set up Extreme PC UK. Oh, the ZX20 Spectrum. Yeah, no, 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 no I didn't like Spectrum. Uh, I, liked that's what I, um, I liked the Amiga, but I never got one. Anyway, getting back to it. Yep. So yeah, I'm I've got a massive gamer score and my gamer tag on Xbox. Not that I've played it for a good five or six years. But anyway, yeah, for me it would be Red Dead because I loved Red Dead Redemption and I'd love to see it come out PC just because the graphics would be so much better and the world and the frames and just everything about it would be amazing. But yeah, what about you? Well, my game would be next. <laughs> 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 but this is one like franchise that I go on about a lot and I always get like shut down. Can anyone guess? Um, can anyone guess what he's going to say? Yeah. Yeah, I don't Probably know. Gonna gonna Uncharted. Know. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like. You're not the only one. There's millions of you. Yeah. Well, no, Jan's, Jan's have The Last of Us too, so why the hell not? They're both Naughty Dog. They make yeah. amazing games. Yeah. But the, the Uncharted games, I've never had so much fun playing a game than I have playing the Uncharted games. I've never played one of them, but everyone goes on about how it's like watching Indiana Jones the film. Yeah, and the storyline and the cinematics are... It's done perfectly. The gameplay, how the gameplay goes into the cutscenes and the cutscenes go into gameplay is seamless. And the story is gripping. So it is like watching a really good movie, but you're actually controlling the characters. The storyline and the the characters in the game, you actually care about what they're doing and where they're going. And if someone got shot, you actually feel like I hope that guy doesn't die because he's my mate. It's hey, you, really? you feel you feel connected to them oh, like Jack, that. Like... Showing a bit of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I know what you mean. Mate. They make great stories. They make amazing yeah. stories. They've done the same with The Last of Us too. I was hooked. Um, they're such an amazing uh, company 
to when it comes to the stories. So yeah, I hear you, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. No, know, you... I know about five people that have bought a PlayStation just for that game. Yep. Mm. Yeah, and yep, with yep, me, yep. I bought a PlayStation, and that's the game that came with it. So I just got it by chance because it was free with the console. Well, when you first and bought it, you didn't know what the game was. No, I that's didn't know exactly what about I did with Fallout 3. Um, really? I bought an you, Xbox oh. 360, and like, because I was, I just wanted a console for some reason. I don't know why. Anyway, I bought an Xbox 360 <laughs> to put in my bedroom, and it came with Fallout 3, and I was just like. Man, this game's amazing. What is it? Hmm. Didn't know anything about the, the 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 franchise or anything before that. Didn't know any of the Fallout's before that. Never seen them. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like you play it because it's there, and you think, well, it's a free game, may as well give it a go. Yeah, you love it. And then, yeah, like with me, I, I put it on, started playing it, and thought, oh, it's all right. But do you think there's right. a part of you that, that likes it because it was the first game you played on your new gen computer? And you thought, wow, this looks well good. So you got more attached than if it was six it, months later. It, it was a bit like that because I put it on, started playing it. And I was like, yeah, it's amazing. Like, because it's all set in the jungle. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it looks amazing. But then as soon as I got to like, I don't know, an hour into the game, I was hooked. And I was like, man, this is actually really good. And then once I finished the game and you finish the story, and there's always twists in the story as well. So you get to the end and you're like, man, I didn't see that coming. And then the game ends and you're like, oh, I can't wait for the second one to come out now. Yeah. Where's my addiction center? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, what about you, Soups? Uh, me, I actually bought a PlayStation for Bloodborne um, because I was into the Dark Souls games. Um, and didn't actually complete it to be honest but if um i think if i was going to pick something it would have to be probably a franchise like zelda i think if they could bring out like the new zelda games on pc that would be fantastic no it wouldn't but you can get wii u emulators for the pc so yeah do you like the the new ones or see personally i like the older zeldas link to the past my favorite yeah, Link to the Past was my favourite. Um, that's, the, that's the power sword, isn't it, Nick? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have put myself in your shoes. Power of Grace. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Sorry, Shell. Sorry. I am not silly enough to put myself in your shoes and throw off random names hoping that they're right. I just say I don't know. <laughs> Rather than mix up He-Man with Zelda and then get abused by everyone in the country. There's like an 18-van in Night Rider. I always say to these on the podcast, people, don't open yourself to abuse. Yeah. <laughs> Trev learned that in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. The power of Zelda. No, it's wrong. <laughs> oh, you destroyed that, that scene then, man. The thing is, it's funny oh because God. people out there don't know, but we've actually got a private podcast chat, and the next day, all day, we're getting... getting one Shell wasn't happy. Shell yeah, was yeah, oh, it's day. the princess. It's yeah. like, yeah, hold on, hold on, princess. Hold on. this is Zelda. Once a boy, once yeah. a girl? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, this is Zelda, this is Link. And that's frying him off even more. And these messages were coming through all day, and we're just like, oh, man. Then you get the He-Man sword, and then you get the yeah. Zelda sword. And... To, to be fair, Nick, I actually was, I, I, I was a bit close at the, the very start, but then I was just winding shell up. <laughs> yeah. It's probably amusing. She was not it's happy. Good comeback. <laughs> right, let's well, move it, on anyway. It's not, it's not. It's not as bad as Lee when we went to the Love of Sci-Fi 
and he pointed out a picture of Spock, and he's like, is that Captain Kirk? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's bad. So this is the thing you say, you've got Trekkies everywhere, and you've got like all the famous people there, you've got Shatner there and everybody else, and he walks up to the stand and says it, points at, at Spock, and says, is that Captain Kirk? <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody around, all the all the people dressed in all the outfits and that, just like, how dare he come here? What is he doing here? Get him out! Yeah. Everyone's just Sorry, looking like, who is this guy? And what's he doing here? Yeah. Which reminds me of the really bad Star Trek joke. No, don't even say it. Next. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh wait, what what was Trev's game? That uh, was the last, last of us two. Last one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why are you not listening in? Why are you not listening, Chance? No one ever. Yeah, right. I'll listen back when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> you love the sound of your own voice, mate, don't you? Yeah. Right. That was from Tom G. Thanks for that. It was a good question. Yeah, yeah good question. Sparked a few things. Next up, we got Nixel Dev, and he says, "Over the history of PC graphics, which card generation do you think has had the most impact?" Now, I've got uh, out of the box. I don't yeah. know. I I genuinely think they're all the same, like twenty percent. Each card, you lot think differently, didn't you? Nine series, definitely. Yeah, I have big jumps in cards. So I went from a 760 to a 1070. So wow. it's like there's big gaps in between. So I can't really make comparisons because the comparison I've got is huge. So I'm looking at my card thinking this is the best card I've, I've ever used. But Obviously, it's not the best one out there. I, I can't really have an yeah. opinion. And I've always had the best, like the best top end card, and I regularly upgrade to the next one, and the next one, and the next one. And so I don't really feel that there's been a lot of impact for me. It's always like a twenty percent jump. So I just, I just expect an increase in frames from sixty to say eighty frames or whatever it is out of the box, sixty to hundred frames on whatever game I'm playing. And I don't know. I don't, mm. I've never really thought there's been that much of a card that's had a bigger impact than any others. Uh, I would have thought it comes down to which card is, time a long way. is probably best for the particular resolution that you're running on. So like the 10, like 1080p, I think the nine, the GTX 970 was one of the best bangs for book for that particular resolution. Yeah, and obviously the resolution's got, while, yeah. And then obviously as we get to 1440p and 4k, then as, as that becomes a bit more, sort of stable like 4k they're getting faster and faster as well so it's like this is my this is my dilemma i've just bought the same monitor as you soup so i've bought the asus g-sync ips what is the resolution 3440 3440 and so it's about 2k monitor and yeah it's like i bought a 1080 ti and i'm getting 100 frames uh with g-sync in every game i play at the moment and it's like I'm going to keep this monitor for a good five years. Is there any point in me upgrading to something with over 100 frames? I just don't. Think. Yes. Why? For your shows, for your shows that you keep telling me. I always this. I always said this to you. Like, why do you keep doing this? Like, you you play 1080p, 60fps, and you said I'm I'm happy with that. And 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 you would say the point is, I go to these shows and I need to have the best looking stuff. Yeah, and but you had a, you had a point. evolved from there. Slightly you had evolved. A point. Because I mean? had a point there, because I used to take my computer and Jansen's computer to the shows when we were smaller. Mm-hmm. Now we're building one-off top machines uh, for other people. So 
we don't really need to use ours, so mine's irrelevant. It's just mine now. Mm, Whereas, okay, okay. like the Omen we did from from our customer, we will take that to the HP stand. We're talk we're in talks about building a computer for like a massive stand for a top company, and like you know these machines, they've got to be above and beyond a normal machine. We've got to find new ways to make them stand out, like the guy with the calling with the boiling water and that, and. Mm. So for me, if my computer doesn't need to be right up there, I'm happy with my new monitor and my 100 frames. I could go 4K on the monitor, and I'd literally be having to spend two grand on the, on the monitor, which means I'm going to have to spend two grand on a graphics card as well. Yeah, that that old spank, brand spanking new one, wasn't it, from Asus and Acer, the 144Hz HDR G-Sync 4K yeah. all-in-one, and it was like yeah, $2,000. There's been massive reviews of it being blurry. Yeah, the first gen of these things usually can be like that. I wouldn't trust yeah. it, but by the time it goes down in price, we'll be fine. Do you know why I didn't go 4K? Because enough... I'm surprised, because you're not fussed about the frames as much, man. Yeah, but the thing is, the reason why I didn't go 4K Amen. is purely because every single thing that's in 4K seems to not be optimised for the screen yet. So you open up Steam, it's all skew with. You open up something else, it's all wrong sizing. Yeah, that's... I never... That's an issue I'm having. Like is running it? 4K, you open Steam it, up and just see it. I never had that issue. Problems. It's like I'll, I'll open up software, and for some reason, a button will look blurry, and then everything else is really clear, and then one bit of writing is out of focus. Yeah. Like, Jackson, um, I never had that problem. Mate. I used to play in 4K a little bit. That's I just you only play the, Rust. I, I changed <laughs> the Windows um, scaling, and it worked fine for me. Yeah, but what yeah, he's saying that's is, what I've done. I've done the window scaling. So you've made all your icons but, bigger and that. But he's talking yeah. about things that are... So you get a whole page on the internet that's all optimised for 4K and then you get one part of it that's not. So you get a big blurry chunk of writing. Yeah. Uh, but say you're, you're going to open up a PDF and you open up Acrobat Reader. Everything on there looks nice and crisp, but it will say zoom in and out, the two zoom in and out buttons. They'll look all pixelated. But it's like if you turn the scaling off, they they go back to normal. And I've noticed that in different programs, you open it and like text is off center, things are pixelated. It it's weird. It's all right for games because I, I can yeah. get in a game. Game looks amazing, runs really well. Games made for four K, scaled to four K, so everything on that screen yeah. will be scaled perfectly. But it's it's screen resolutions as well, like bits missing off the side of the screen and fitting into the windows and stuff. It's just. It's just not it's not optimised enough for me to go with it yet, whereas 1440 is a sweet spot, and the graphics look crisp, 100 frames G-Sync. I don't need any more than that yeah. right now. And this monitor cost a grand nearly anyway. Jesus, really? That much? Wow. Yeah, I think I got it for 899 on sale. Some places are selling it for 1150 That is mental. How much did you pay for your suits? That grand. Yeah, can't remember exactly. You me, didn't you, as well? You it yeah. But yeah, for me... I don't know, maybe I agree with the 970, like you said, because there was always a lot of talk about that card back in the day, wasn't there? I still think even now, you know, if you're running 1080p, you know, yeah. probably best bang for your buck is probably still the 970. Yeah, because I've run in a 960, like I said earlier, for a couple of weeks, and it was all right, got me by, you know? Yeah, I think you'd struggle higher resolutions on a 970. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was actually playing on the 1440. Yeah, but you were lowering all the yeah lowering all the settings. But in games like Imperium, there wasn't there wasn't a massive. It was just textures. 
So it wasn't. I think playable. I think Imperium's quite CPU heavy though, to be honest, based on um, like the, the what it's having to load in. Yeah, and CPU temperatures. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It messes with my CPU temperatures all the time. It's really really annoying actually. Yeah, Nixel Dev, cheers for that question. I think 970 is our answer. But yeah, cheers for that. We appreciate the question. Next up, we got another one from Trubshaw. We we always love your uh, questions, and he says, "Hey, Nick and the gang." What are your thoughts on the PUBG Fortnite intellectual copyright lawsuit? If they are successful, does this mean that ID Software and the guys from the original Doom idea could take on almost every other game developer? Because they've developed first-person shooters. Keep up the good work, Trubshaw. I don't know no. this one, you know. It's like this. It's like I said earlier on, opening a can of worms, ain't it? Like one thing happens and it sets off domino effect for everybody else to jump on ship, you know? I think this is one of those things where it won't go anywhere because it's so open-ended that if if they say yes to this, they have to say yes to a hundred other things. Yeah, like he's saying. Yeah, like he's saying with Doom. Doom were the first ones to do something so they could come back and say, well, look, everyone else copied us. So it's the same thing. That's why I don't think that they'll get anywhere with this because they'll just throw it out because they'll be like... it. You, you can't hold the right to a genre. Just think how catastrophic that would be to the gaming yeah. industry. Everybody, like the original uh, like ID, would be like, anyone with a first-person shooter, you pay us royalties. Yeah, I think if you've got 10 genres, you would have 10 developers monopolizing the yeah. industry. Yeah. But I think some the of these are like timed, though, aren't they? It's like the, the Hoover... You know, I think if you invent something that's that's decent, you can you can own that particular invention for a period of time, and then you've got mm. to kind of open it up for other people to develop on it. Yeah, like with pharmaceuticals, if you invent a new medicine, you can only own the rights to it for something like two weeks. Is it? Oh, I thought it was yeah. like five years. No, it's it's really really short. It might be like a month or something like that. But it's obviously because it's it's medicine. So, oh, medicine. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So, but then, yeah, it's like different things. You can own different things in different ways, but I think it's how it affects the rest of the world. So if you try to get a patent on an idea, your first thing you'll read is all the things that you can't get a patent on. And yeah. I, I reckon this will be it. It's the like... Thing is- like it says there with PUBG and Fortnite, this is what I was talking about briefly earlier, but it's slightly different for PUBG and Fortnite because PUBG was using Fortnite's game engine. So it's like they're using the other side's game engine to make their game. But then Fortnite are like, well, you're using our game engine. You've made a good game, yeah, but if we want to make the same kind of game on our engine, we, we own the rights to this engine to do what we want. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know where you can stand yeah. with that. Yeah, it won't go yeah. It's yeah. greed. Yeah, I, I just think it is that they're looking at what they've done and they're like, look, we're going to make one of these games as well. But then it's just competition and they want to get the competition out because they want it for themselves. Yeah. But I think legally it won't go anywhere. If it does go somewhere, it will be not based on the genre and purely between those two two games and, and the similarity between the two, not in the genre. But I didn't think it was that far. So, or it might come down to like the engine that they use, or something along those lines. Because I don't think it will just be outright 
you invented this battle royale. It would just go back and no one else can do it. Back, you're going to be going back to the Atari and stuff like that, you know. Oh, I made the first game, so anything that's a game, I've I've got the rights to it. It just go, it just goes stupid, and as I said, open a can of worms. I invented electricity, so anything that runs on electricity, (laughs) I own. (laughs) I was the caveman that made the first stone. <laughs> yeah, but it is a bit. It sounds silly, but that's a bit what it's like. Mm, it's yeah. just like you know how you go in a car mechanic workshop. It's a prime example. And nowadays, you've got all this yellow tape all over the floor where you can and can't tread because one person bumped their head on a ramp ten years yeah. ago. Health yeah. and safety in the UK just, does mind nothing. It's just out of control, man. Too that's much. Like going back to the old, the old famous podcast conversation. Having to wear glasses or or uh, goggles to play Conkers, or you can't even play <laughs> yeah. marbles because they're such high risk. Yeah, man, I always went back to that podcast when who was it? Hands, and I said, yeah. or was it? Was it? Uh, it was one of them. And yeah, it was Hands. I don't know if it's Hands or not, and I said, yeah, about playing Conkers, and he thought it was. What do you think it was? A pineapple or something? Yeah, because we had to get him the Belgian translation for him to know what Conkers were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, Trubshaw, thanks but, for that question. It was a, a the, really other, the other thing with this is that obviously you've kind of got trends and the trend at the moment is Battle Royale. Yeah. By the time this goes to court and they get like their answer, they might be like, do you know what, I don't care anymore because we're on to the next thing. No one plays Battle Royale it's, anymore. It's, it's like Apple and Samsung, the never ending pattern no. or patent yeah. battle. Let's not get yeah. into that though. Ah, no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Trubshaw, that was a really good question, and uh, we really appreciate all of you sending your questions in. We do love the questions. If anyone does want to send any more questions in for next month's pod, you can just send them into contact at extremepcuk.co.uk. Or even better than that, if you join our Discord at our website, extremepcuk.co.uk, you can just join our Discord, and there's actually a podcast questions room. If you go in there and just type in your question, because it's a, a text chat, you can literally just type your question in there and it will be definitely on next month's pod. But yeah, we've ranted on about quite a lot of things other than E3 and Computex this month. Been a lot of silly moments, but it's been good. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's How been about good. you guys? And uh, yeah, that brings us to the end of this pod. But yeah, send your questions in. Make sure to get on our Imperium server. Get in there, give us a vote. And yeah, anything you want to talk about, just give us a, a message for next month and we'll crack on then. Thanks for listening. <laughs> And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya. (laughs) Only you. Extreme.